Welcome back to the 3 o'clock hip-hop block. I'm your host, DJ Stryker. In the studio today, we have a great friend of mine. You may know him as the Scourge of Duckbird, the second richest duck in the world, MC Glumgold. Why don't you go ahead and grab that mic and spit those rhymes. Like Serpentine Venom to the chest, you know he's the best. MC Glumgold! Down to every quarter that hit the ground I took your head and gave it another little pound Only getting a little taps Because you know that I like you In fact, every time that you post It makes me wanna get on the microphone And boast and raise a toast to you And here it goes, another day and another one Go ahead and sue me for copyright infringement Even though I know that I'm more like innocent I'm fucking innocent, you better let me off another day And I gotta do another podcast I better get to the studio Located in Minnesota where it tends to snow When it tends to be cold And it tends to be like I'm fucking 80 years old Cause I'm so fucking paranoid and tired I don't know another fucking day And I'm feeling kind of uninspired And how are you? And on the microphone still doing what I can do for you And if you don't like that Just another day and another lyrical battle rap But I take this shit so serious On the microphone still acting so furious Like I was fucking furious The way that I do this shit so delirious Until my head just starts fucking spinning Until I keep being like I don't know I just might just have to give in and quit this shit Oh yes yet again Cause I got that fucking attitude Sometimes I just don't even wanna fucking do what I got to do So I'ma call in sick and people be like Better fucking show up bitch And I'm like oh maybe I should Oh maybe I should get on the forums once again And post a couple messages to all those friends Hello people how you doing? And I don't even know why I fucking put people to ruin Every time they wanna come up in the room Being like people can do just what I do this On the fucking freestyle still fucking meditate Like I was a Buddhist on another level Plane of existence, plane, well yes I'm gonna fucking crack like Launchpad the Quack People being like, oh shit, how could you do that? Well I don't know why I survive every single time I do that shit I'm gonna keep on writing, I'm gonna keep on being like writing this shit Cause you know these little fucking comedy skits we do are so fucking funny Making people laugh, making people be like Oh shit, gotta go and check out that podcast or the podcast People get confused and people tend to get lost Like they were on an island And John Locke's Knife Emporium will keep you smiling And even though I know that I wrote that I don't really wanna be like Oh shit, better go ahead and send me some royalty checks Better fucking be like I like checks mixed the best And I don't want no Gardettos I don't like that I just wanna be like Podcast.com Bitch My attorney uh, suggested That I call here Um What the fuck is this podcast thing anyway? I wanna know God damn it. There's a fucking doctor talking to you. God damn it! Fucking goddamn pigs. When the fuck is it gonna end?
What's next? Hmm? You motherfuckers better call me back. Goddamn fucking pigs. Goddamn fucking pigs. Sorry. I've had a little cocaine tonight. It's not a habit, you know. I just do it sometimes, you know. And welcome to the podcast. Turn and look at the camera and you say, it's on like Donkey Kong. (laughs) CJ. (laughs) Long time, my friend. I'm sorry if that was my long tangent, but goddamn. That's the thing I was That's awesome. Don't even be hating on that. No, no, I I don't I don't hate it. (laughs) No, that is cool, but hate it, hate it, hate it so much. It's all ghost balls. I'm I'm like the juggernaut and I was gambit going through the zombie (laughs) door. Dude, then that would go right. It's like (laughs) it would take forever. Alright, CJ, go and you put on the juggernaut bitch! (laughs) And welcome to the podcast. I'm Rob Hughes. CJ Larson. Episode 41. One more episode to our one year. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, just a quick reminder, you have until September 18th to get in your entries for our We're Giving Away Free Shit Here at the Podcast Contest. Roughly how many have we got so far? Uh, about 80. Alright. About 80, 85. Uh, we got some uh, naked photos, which may win because we saw I saw <laughs> some boobs. Um, a little bit too much cock. Uh, apparently <laughs> most of our listeners are men. Um, well, I appreciate that. We don't need to see your penis. We will not give a free game out for a penis. Um, no. We can keep this game and play it ourselves. So uh, make sure you check our forums for the details, but you have almost uh, one full week. Less than a week. Less than a full week before the revamp for Podcast 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. Everything is better when it's 2.0. That is that is, that is exactly, exactly true. Um, so yeah, what's been going on, guy? What's happening in your little world? What's going on? Oh, not too much. I thought I would start off right away. With the little bone I had to pick with you, my good sir. Yes, a bone. Now you. <laughs> a bone. <laughs> pick that bone. A boner? Uh, <laughs> boners to bone? Boners to bone. Madness oh. to bone. Uh, but uh, you told me to watch a movie, which you borrowed me, called The Frighteners. Hell yes. The Frighteners. Peter Jackson. Little Peter Jackson. Little Michael J. Fox Michael J. Action, Fox. Little fucking... Uh, Gary... Uh, or, uh, Gary uh, Jake. Jake Busey. Jake Busey. Little... Che, what's his name? Che McBride, Che McBride, sweet black guy from Boston Legal. I take you, it. Uh, you enjoy this movie, correct? I fucking love the Frighteners, dude. How do you not like the Frighteners? It's How Peter do fucking... you like it? It is fucking horrible. How dare you fucking horrible. insinuate that? Peter okay, Jackson... so here's the fucking uh, the people in the boardroom. They're like, all right, I got a Michael J. Fox vehicle. All right, I've been working on this. I really think it's going somewhere. We got Peter Jackson's gonna direct it. Uh, did he write it too? Um, let me look it up because uh, now we're in the big leagues where fact we have check. our fact check. So possibly wrote it. We'll have that in a few minutes. Uh, we have very slow fact checking. Yes, but, uh, yes, yes. So yeah, we got slow, we got this slow. fucking awesome vehicle from Michael J. Fox. Like he's gonna he's gonna blow up after this shit. It's called the Frighteners, and basically what it boils down to is an epic end scene where Michael J. Fox Spoiler fights alert. a ghost. <laughs> Well, come Michael on. Michael J. Fox fights a ghost over no, and over again. Okay, fucking a, horrible. A, the Frighteners was written was written by Fran Walsh and Peter Jackson, who have who have wrote King Kong and the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, uh, it is epic. I don't know what you're talking about, guy. Dude, I honestly seriously, there don't is know what so you're many about. fucking problems with this movie. Dude, it's I got John Ashton as a fucking Weird. cowboy fucking. 
uh, ghost that wants to have sex with a mummy, so he starts thrusting against the dead mummy, and it that was like the one off. part that I thought was funny. Yeah, it's a a okay a the story so, so okay so let let's start dude, from the beginning dude, here. Okay, a okay, Michael J. Fox is a paranormal quote unquote investigator, investigator who has a bunch of ghost friends who, who are who are supposed to be comic relief. Who are not funny in the fucking least. What? I did not laugh once at them. They are so not funny. Dude, it's... Okay. Oh, I stuck my head inside the fucking lawnmower, and then the motor... Or the car and the motor fucking chopped up my head in bad CG. And everybody's just light blue and see-through who's a ghost. And you can turn into fucking... You can make guns out of nowhere in Ghost World. You have got to admit that... Okay, we'll we'll go into more of those little uh, details that you're talking about. But you got to admit, for being 1996, dude, those special effects still fucking pretty much hold up, dude. Seriously. 1996. 96. Okay. But even in 96, I would think it was a stupid idea and a stupid story. It's not a stupid idea. It's the best idea ever, dude. A paranormal investigator has ghost friends. And how did he he... get these awesome paranormal powers? Where was the big, long story behind that? Did he have, like, a head injury? Yeah, he, he was in a car accident that was so tragic because everybody who's in a car accident is fucking Haley Joe Osment and they can see fucking dead people. But he did it before Haley Joe Osment and Haley Joe Osment wasn't even in a car accident. But it was a fun, Yeah, but the, you can't fucking compare those two movies. So, Dude, okay, okay, okay so hold, on, hold on, stop, stop, hold on, hold on, hold on. So first, you guys, first, first, wait, wait, sorry, wait, keep going, wait. describe the movie. Just let me describe the epic, the epic idea behind it. Paranormal investigator has his ghost friends haunt people's houses so he can quote-unquote exercise them Ghostbuster style and take the money but then shit happens you got to admit that's a pretty tight fucking idea if it ended there possibly <laughs> okay so what are some other nitpicks you possibly. have with, with the Frighteners a, a come on billion honestly. nitpicks okay so then we got the fucking Grim Reaper ghost which is supposed to be death but then turns oh, big spoilers it's, here then turns out to be fucking Jake Gary Busey. Busey's kid Jake Busey because he and, was a mass murderer who fucking got sent to death so being a mass murderer turns you into a death like creature until Michael J. Fox gets himself into the afterlife where he is a light blue see through Michael Michael J. Fox, he goes and punches the Grim Reaper in the face enough to it turns back into a see-through ghost, fucking uh, Jake, Jake Busey. And then, then uh, there's another part where he fucking gets machine guns out of nowhere in Ghostland because dude, you can do that as a ghost. You can do whatever you want as a ghost. Dude, it had Arlie Ermey well, in why it, would dude. You it had the fucking drill instructor. It had the drill instructor. Why wouldn't you always be flying around and like doing cool shit? It's that just is like, cool shit. It had the drill and stuff. The other two ghosts jacket. never did shit. The other two ghosts were just walking around as like see-through blue people. Yeah, but he. So what? God damn it! That movie's epic. I don't know. Doesn't why. Doesn't make any fucking sense. And Dude, then, and a so lot of after, and so apparently, dolls makes a lot of one sense. ghost. I didn't say it was a good movie. You said you liked this movie. You said it was good. It is good. It's not good. So, <laughs> so in, in fucking when you die. Yeah, you yeah. can become a ghost with your blue and see-through. Yeah, you're a ghost. And there's other ghosts who are also blue and see-through. Yeah, and you but, can but kill each ghosts. other. They're ones that aren't there. Ones that couldn't find the afterlife. Like something happened well, where they got stuck. Yeah, which makes you a ghost. Yeah, but you're it's stuck not everybody on the though. But you're, it's not. It's everybody not everybody. Who dies. No, okay. no. It's okay. people who Violent choose this or choose to stay, like yes. that one guy did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> if you're <laughs> one, trainer. if you're a ghost, <laughs> yeah. then another ghost can shoot you in the face with their ghost gun and kill you kill you when who who died it's been a while who died like the killed him or made him disappear for like a minute before he came back well i don't know it didn't make any sense because those two sidekick ghosts get killed by the fucking jake Busey ghost and then they next thing you know they're in heaven 
Dude, so, I don't a, know. It a doesn't make any G. sense. He's McBride, and he's awesome as the ghost. He's the 70s hustler, brick, brick Not ass. funny. Not funny one Bullshit. Bit. Jim Fife, dude. Jim Fife's a goddamn pimp in that. He's the nerdy ghost with the uh, lawnmower. What, at what point did he say anything remotely funny? What, dude? He fucking, he, like, it's all kinds of shit that's happening. All kinds of shit. <laughs> How long has it been since you've seen this movie? Because it was fucking horrible. Like two months ago? I can't believe I said it. It went on forever. It's so long. Wait, did I give you the director's cut or the normal cut? I don't know. Cut? It went on forever. And it starts out like it's going to be, like, flubber. Like, it looks like fucking a Happy Kids ghost movie, you know, like fucking the Haunted Mansion or something with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And it starts out all nice like that, and then the further you get into it, the more fucked up it gets. Dude, okay. But not fucked up in like a dude, cool, epic dude, way. Uh, fucked up in a really fucking, how long is this movie? When is oh, it going to end? Come on, dude. I kind of Je- liked seeing Jake Busey in a movie, Jeffrey Combs was in that fucking reanimator, dude. He had a fucking pimp role in that movie as the like as like the, the Fox Mulder who was kind of... Kind of messed in the head. Yeah, what the? That was totally Jeff. shoehorned into that fucking what, movie dude? too. That was not. It didn't make any dude, sense. Dude, it made total sense. That I don't was think, like, okay. When I was watching, were you taking him, a cat nap when you were watching? No, this? I was fucking watching this. So when I was watching him, like the fucking weird Hitler-looking, like tortured cult member guy. Yeah. So when I was watching that thing, it was so fucking over the top. Like it was yeah, not come on, scary just... nor funny. Dude. It was just redonkulous. Dude, you like other Peter Jack? You like brain? But when dead. I was watching it, I'm like, okay, if this whole movie was like centered around this one character and it was gonna be all just ridiculously over the top, then maybe you know I could see that being an okay. Come on, character. he carved numbers in people's heads. <laughs> That wasn't. That was Jake Busey that carved numbers in people's heads. But I'm saying, dude, Jake Busey's carving numbers in people's heads, dude, right there. That makes for a good movie. I would disagree with that, dude, good sir. How can you hate the Frighteners? It's fucking Peter Jackson, and it was epic. I don't get your hate. I don't Michael understand. Michael J. The hate. Fox fighting a ghost. Let's it's make before it. Before he had Parkinson's, at least he wasn't fucking shaking he all fucking the time. He fucking is punching a ghost. He's making machine guns out of thin air. And I was Wait, laughing. Michael Jackson so is? Or Michael Jackson? <laughs> Michael Jackson. Michael J. Fox. He, he fucking was, makes machine guns. When he was guns. in the afterlife? When he's in the oh, afterlife. Yes, yeah, yeah, so? That makes sense. You're in the afterlife. You know everyone. He's been in the afterlife like what two minutes, and he like yeah, knows how to do that shit. Yeah, but he's a paranormal investigator, and he's been working with these guys. He probably learned a trick or two from fucking oh creepy ass John Aston. Dude, I don't get your hate. Come on the boards, people. Who's right here? Does the Frighteners suck? The Frighteners does not deserve to fucking kiss, like, fucking Peter Venkman's nutsack. Oh, I'm not... I, I never said it was better than Ghostbusters, guy. I never once said it was better than Ghostbusters. I just said it was a fucking decent Peter Jackson flick with a decent budget, and it was I would much rather watch Meet the Feebles. Fuck I would much that. rather watch fucking uh, Dead Alive. Dude, come on. Frighteners was not awesome. even watchable. It was like him trying to be like, well, here's my studio, like, you know, movie with Michael J. Fox, where it's going to be, like, well, fucking weird. Little... Who the fuck's the audience for that movie? It's Me? You. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people out there that fucking are all about the Frighteners. I am not the only fucking advocate of Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. Believe that. Come on, bring it on the board. It boards. has a surprisingly high score on IMDb. Yeah, it does actually. Um, let's see, it's we have ridiculously a, high score. It does seven deserve, out of ten. It does not deserve a seven, seven out of ten. With twenty one thousand. CJ gives votes. it a one out of ten, and Rob gives CJ no more like a three. Two, Honestly, two I'd say penises. I say like CJ a, gets. maybe a three and a half out of ten. Dude, what would you give Cemetery Dolls or Graveyard Dolls? The yeah, that's a whole different scale because I watched that because it would be funny. I didn't watch the Frighteners to be like, oh, this is gonna be a shit movie. It'll be funny. Because you told me, like, it's good. It like, is good. Fox rocks in this movie. He does rock in that the movie. The Fox rocks. That's what you told Dude, me. Dude, the Fox does rock. The Fox <laughs> owns that shit. And the only way that movie could have been any fucking better was instead of being Jake Busey, it was Skippy. If Skippy was flying around <laughs> fucking being that fucking angel of death, then that movie would have been, like, That might have made it, like, like interesting enough, but yeah. I really? Know. 
No deal. Dude. Bad. Sorry. It is not bad. I ex I respect your opinion. We agreed to disagree, disagree. on yes. this one. Yes, yes. I was going to say, you know, you're right on Rob, but uh, we're both right on this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you have a problem with uh, me loving the Frighteners, let me know. If you think CJ's right, let him know. Let us know. Yeah. I'll start up a thread. The Frighteners. Yay or nay. If you like seeing Michael J. Fox punch a ghost in the face... Who I mean, does not want to see Alex P. Keaton fucking punch a ghost in the face? And the ghost happens to be fucking Jake Busey. For two and a half hours? It's not two and a half hours, dude. There's no way in shit that movie. Check those facts. I am checking some fucking facts over here. There is no way in I, shit It sure that as hell movie. felt like two and a half hours. What, dude? There's... It felt like an eternity. Dude, it's not It was not like that... in a sandlot where that kid says forever. Ever. It's like that was just going in my mind in a loop. Oh, man. <laughs> That's disappointing, man. It is disappointing. Man, oh man. Oh man. Oh man, I gave you two flaccid penises for that <laughs> review. <laughs> I don't know how long it is. It's, yeah, it's probably about two hours. I don't know if I gave you the director's cut or not. I don't know if I went into it. It must have been, because it was really fucking Did I explain? Long. Did I like, say like anything besides it was good? Did I like be like, this is epic. It's going to be the best thing ever. I'm no, trying to think. Like, this is a really good movie. It's Peter Jackson. Were you in a bad movie Fox when you rocks. watched it? Fox does rock. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. Fox rocks. <laughs> When he's not shaking all the time. He's awesome. <laughs> did I tell you it was like the best movie known to man, though? I'm trying to think of... Did I, did I really? No. Oh, okay. No, like you're shaking your head like, yes, yes, no, Rob. You, you, you said this will cure AIDS. <laughs> I never once said the Frighteners would cure AIDS. Uh, maybe leprosy. It'd be more ironic AIDS. if it cured uh, fucking Parkinson's. <laughs> all it takes is a shot of the Frighteners and Poor boom, Michael no J. more Fox. shakes. I would have yeah. liked to see where his career would have went. Back to the Future 5. You think so? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't I know mean, how, he'll, how he would have aged well with uh, oh, he didn't cinema. Age well now. Imagine if he ended up being like fucking uh, like like Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> fucking Alex P. Keaton. He's like oh. so short and like not intimidating. If it wasn't if Johnny Depp wasn't in Pirates of the Caribbean, it was a Michael J. Fox movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he, like, beat out, like, Johnny Depp for the role. Oh, my God. It's like, we had them both try out, but, man, that Fox rocks. In a world where Michael J. Fox beats Johnny Depp. <laughs> Fox rocks. Podcast.com. No, I'm, I, I feel bad that you were not, that you were not a fan um, of that. Um, I thought it was fantastic, but apparently um, you and I differ on that movie. We do. But to say you'd rather watch Meet the Feebles and the Frighteners, dude, I honestly, come on. It's not that bad. Really? It's 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 as bad. I mean, and I kind of liked um, <laughs> I kind of liked uh, <coughs> Meet the Feebles. Um, it was totally like the Muppet Show, but with uh, uh, a giant uh, walrus puppet. It's fucking. Up, but it's, I don't know. I find it to be kind of funny. It does kind of go on forever, but it's good. See, well, I don't good know. in a fucked up way. In a fucked up way. Just I mean the same thing as that live. If you watch that live, that's also good in a fucked up way. Yeah, you know, you know, I kick ass for the Lord. Yeah. Like, I mean, but I, it's I, also it goes on forever. Like, yeah, if you watch that movie, like the the beginning fucking drags because nothing happens up until the nurse gets the two fingers like through the face. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's I mean, when I, the gore begins. I, I that's enjoy when you that start movie. Your, like gore clock. But I don't like, yeah. But I don't like compare it to the Frighteners. I mean, the Frighteners, like you said, is it was Peter Jackson's, I believe, one of his first major studio pictures. Uh, I do remember having to buy a ticket for the shitty Michael Keaton movie Multiplicity to sneak into the Frighteners. Uh, I remember me and Roger saw it first day, but we had to buy <laughs> one for Multiplicity, please. That's what it was. We seriously bought tickets for Multiplicity because they love, they actually checked. I love Michael Keaton. I want to see eight of them on screen. <laughs> You got your Michael Keaton t-shirt on. Like, this will totally convince him. This is so great. Yeah, no. Um, like a big glamour shot of Michael Keaton on your chest. Yeah, I didn't really do that too much. <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I like the Frighteners. I apologize that you hated it as much as you uh, as much as you did hate it. Um, Whatever. It was it was interesting to watch. I mean, it's not like I'm gonna be like, oh, I wish I gouged out my fucking eyes. Well, but, yeah, that's kind of. I mean, but it was just like towards the end. I'm like, seriously, this is serious. Like, okay, like the part where they fucking is like, oh, I gotta get back into the ghost world. All right, I'll inject you with something and put you in the freezer. <laughs> And that instantly puts you into the ghost world. But you only got an hour. And then right at the hour well, point him. is right when he's going to like win him. the whole it, movie. Doesn't and it? Like, it, it brings him down to death. It's like Flatliners. Yeah, it's like Flatliners. But, I mean, Flatliners is way cooler. But Flatliners is way fucking cooler. Except, I mean, it's cool. It could have been a lot better. I don't know. I mean, it's one of Joel Schumacher's better flicks, but uh, I did like. Kiefer I just like Sutherland the kid in the red sweatshirt with the fucking, fucking shit up with the hockey stick. Do the hockey stick. And fucking just kicking Kiefer Sutherland's ass. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um... Speaking of Kiefer Sutherland, yes. Did Dark you uh, did you watch it again since I gave it to you? Not again, but we we can still talk about it. I've seen it a billion times, which I'm gonna watch it again because it's a fucking great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you just had it on. Uh, uh, I gave it to you because I bought the Leslie. We bought the Blu-ray edition, the director's cut, which uh, was epic to see because I hadn't seen the movie in so long that it to me it seemed like an entirely different movie. But uh, so you like like it is when I when I buy movies. <laughs> I uh, when I when I buy movies and I have duplicates <laughs> of them, I end up giving them to you. I don't know why everybody's laughing at me. Or, What's or, on your laptop? Just, there must I, be something wrong that you're gonna like freak me out with or something. There's nothing wrong on my laptop. It's completely I'm not natural. Gonna look. I'm, not I'm not gonna, gonna look. I'm not gonna make you look. I have stuff up for um because we have a, I have a new laptop for fact checking stuff. So it's just, it's just in case this comes up, it's gonna be a fact check thing. Sounds like you um, have something planned. Like I'm gonna get fucking. You can get like rickrolled, double dare, like slimed or something. You can't Ridiculous. do that on television. Yeah. No, but yeah. So I gave you the 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 DVD I gave you was the one that was double sided, correct? Like yeah, it was, it was and, not the director's cut. And it was not. I mean, was it decent quality? I haven't watched the DVD in forever. Was it like decent? Like yeah, I mean, it still holds up. I mean, okay, so you watched it. What'd you think? I mean, I know you've seen it. We we've talked about this. Me and you outside the podcast. What'd you think? It's a great movie. Fuck yeah, it is. Keeper Sutherland. Epic. Hmm? Yeah, big fan. Big fan, and well, well, yeah. I mean, I was like way into Twenty Four for a while, Jack until Bauer. you realize that it's kind of the same, same thing, thing over and over and over again. Although, thanks to Twenty Four, I learned uh, if I'm ever stuck in a chair and I have Chinese nationalists uh, fucking me up, I can just um, bite them in the neck. Exactly. Grab some like neck veins and pull. Yes, in case like the zombie lost boys happens. style. Exactly. Oh, feral Keith or Sutherland coming at you. Oh my not god! Good. <laughs> with, with with Bill from uh, Bill and Ted. Yep. So, uh, what do you think of Dark City since you just saw? Well, I know, I know what you want. I know you want my impression of fucking Kiefer Sutherland in that movie. Okay, hold on, hold on. Which... Okay, yes, that is true. I, I do want an impression, but I want... Let's just let's do a little crazy improv for you. I want Kiefer Sutherland from Dark City trying to purchase gay porn, but not be known that he's Kiefer Sutherland buying gay porn. <laughs> and go. I, I am... I am Dr. Uh, what the fuck's his name? I don't know. Dr. Sutherland. <laughs> just call him that. It's I'm fine. Dr. Sutherland, and I just ran here from around the block, and it's not really explained why I'm always out of breath, but I insert myself into people's memories to help them later. But the matter at hand here is really I would like to purchase a, 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 a magazine. Uh, what, what what kind of magazine would you like, uh, Doctor? Oh, something with uh, about 30 to 40 to 50 pages, possibly. Okay. Pictures. So you, you want pictures. Uh, full gloss or uh, matte finish? Uh, glossy. Okay. Um, how much money are you willing to spend? 
Uh, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Okay, what is your, what is your forte? What kind of porn are you looking for, Doctor? We have, we have all kinds, as you, as you can see behind me, we have all kinds ranging from midgets to grandmas. How, um, could, could I, could I just, uh, point, point to the one that I'm, I'm sure, I'm, sure, sure. Go ahead and point uh, and I'll try to grab, okay? Uh, how about, uh, uh, that one. Okay, you want uh, amputee midgets? Is that the one you're pointing at? Uh, no. 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 Is it the one? Uh, uh, two to the to the left. To the left. To the left. Okay, you want uh, me three? Uh, three. 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 Okay. Um, I'm looking at. Um, me two. Okay. Okay. Two. I'm looking at meat All right, sticks. Right, meat seriously. Sticks? Seriously. One. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. So you don't want meat sticks. You want uh, big long dongs. Is that the one I'm pointing? That the correct one? Doctor. Yes. Doctor. Is that what you? Big long dongs. Is that what you want? Yes. Do you want me to bag that up and uh and uh and a brown paper bag for you? I'm going to insert you with new memories that tell you that I did not buy that particular magazine. I bought the newest issue of Cracked. Where, where, where am I? What, what, what just happened? Thank you very much, sir. Oh, yeah, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have a good one, sir. God, my, my head hurts. And scene. I just I, I know that went on a little bit too long, but I love your impression of Kiefer Sutherland uh, <laughs> as uh, Doctor Sutherland. Just gotta be out of breath. That's all it is. That's all it is. Out of breath and kind of and creepy. Uh, kind of creepy. Very creepy. When he's in the the big pool and it's just I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I, I love that movie, Dark City for the Win. If you would, uh, if you do have a Blu-ray player, um, definitely go buy that. Uh, ASAP. There's some great special effects. I mean, even for the day, like the whole story itself is epic as shit. Like. Because it came out roughly the same time as The Matrix, or like maybe a, a year before, a few months before. Um, it was pretty rough, uh, roughly the same the same time. And almost sort of kind of the same idea, almost. Um, but I personally would rather watch Dark City than The Matrix uh, any day of the week. I mean... It's a, it's, a, it's a different concept, but it's like, instead of the being like the fishbowl you're stuck in is inside your mind or inside like the a giant, computer. It's like a, it's like a giant dollhouse that it's like a Mr. Hand giant and Mr. Fucking table. floating, like... Pretty much a giant floating fishbowl that you're stuck in in outer space. Exactly. But you can never leave. Yeah. yeah. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose that's a spoiler, isn't it? <laughs> kind of a spoiler. Oh, uh, we're fucking horrible about that. Uh, we're pretty good, but at this point, Dark City came out in 99. Yeah, really. Have you, have you ever seen Dark City? I mean, then, don't spoilers really just apply to new movies? That's kind of how... I mean, there's definitely a statute of limitation on uh, on spoilers. Uh, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you've At this point, I mean, we've, got, we've gotten shit on for our spoilers, but uh, we, we do yeah. we do our best at... Um, Spoiler alert and that kind of shit, so you can definitely skip ahead. So, uh, unlike when I was listening to the Smodcast, 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 <laughs> uh, where they spoiled Michael Clayton for me, and it was in the middle of nowhere, and he didn't even say spoiler alert. He's just like blah blah blah, Michael Clayton, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, I was gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, he was like totally going off on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. So at least we attempt to say spoiler alerts, or yeah. we talk about it long enough where you're like, okay, this might be spoiling. Let me yeah. skip ahead. But, so uh, if I ruin that for anybody, sorry. <laughs> I get carried, carried away. He does. Movie. Well, it is. A, it's a fucking fantastic movie. And the director's cut, where they took out the the in, the the intro, the voiceover, and they, I mean, it just it flowed so much better, and it looked awesome, and it sounded great, and that last battle was just epic as hell. And um, I'm really excited to uh, listen to the commentaries and that coming can up. Can <laughs> Oh God. I don't. I wish I could tune. I really wish I could fucking. Was just, it tune or cune? Or? Tune. Really? Yeah. This is what he says. It always sounds like cune. <laughs> oh no, it's tuning. I wish I could tune because, like, right now I'd be like, all right, my whole apartment would be like, <laughs> and all of a sudden we'd uh, we'd be doing the the the, the podcast in a uh, ballroom in a mansion. That'd be um, nice. And we'd be marble floors, exactly. And a, a butler, mm -hmm. and uh, we would have um, 
Mountain Dew on tap um, and um, some fat tire on tap. It'd be like a P. Diddy video. Fuck yeah, instead of Cristal, though, we have giant bottles of, like, quick chocolate I'm wearing, milk. like, a white suit and, <laughs> like, a, like, a white fur coat. You could be my mace. <laughs> M-A, dollar sign E. Word. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, well, I'm glad you're watching it. I know I gave it to you a few weeks ago, and it still held up for you. You still, you yeah. still dug it pretty much. Now, did we talk about the 13th floor? Uh, I don't think we did. Me and you had talked about it because I had let yeah. you borrow that uh, recently. What did you think of that? I know you had some thoughts on that movie. It's been too long for me to actually talk about the plot and stuff. I do remember digging that movie. the last time you saw it. Oh, God, like two years ago? I mean, it's been a long time. It's still really good. I mean, it's there are parts that are cheesy. Yeah. I mean, Another one of those Matrix-type movies. It is. Like, it's all it's the totally same time. a Matrix-type movie. Even more so, I think, than Dark City. At least it wasn't like the net. At least it wasn't like Sandra Bullock. Like It was actually... It reminded me also a bit of uh, Existence. Existence is one is better than any of those movies. That's my Existence favorite. Oh, hell epic, yeah, dude. dude. William Dafoe is Gus. I love when... Oh, my uh, God. It's so... Oh, Jude Law is awesome in that flick. <laughs> I love when um, they're... Spoiler alert, maybe. ...inside Existence. Yeah. Well, you're not know what it fucking means. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seen okay. it. They're inside <laughs> Existence, and there's the like the NPC, pretty yeah. much, who's just doing that like rotation. He's just kind of like sitting there, just kind of like... Uh, how do you say it? Just like kind of moving in a circle, like yeah. a mob would in an MMO. Yep. Until you like interact with him, then and he like goes he stops into his, and like, goes into his spiel. little speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, David Cronenberg did that flick, and uh, while it's not his best movie, I I love that movie to no ends. It's just a cool idea with like the living. It's like a living Super Nintendo being jacked right into your fucking like a, a orifice in your back. What is the best Cronenberg movie then? Uh, one of my I'm not well, like a huge. I'm 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 a fan. But one of my I don't favorites would be the fly. Movie, like. I mean, one of my favorites would be the fly. Yeah, yeah, I love um, the fly. Just because I love the fly, but uh, shit. I mean, I don't know. I mean, out of pure watchability, I would definitely have to say the fly and existent, uh, existence. Mm-hmm. Now you say it. I don't even know. Because I've seen existence like multiple times, and it just it holds up. But you know, I mean, I mean, and it he, seemed like it wasn't a super high budget movie. No, Either. it wasn't. It was I mean, it was low budget. Wasn't yeah, it? and once again, came out ninety nine, just like all the other ones. Um, I am a big, I am a huge fan, and I love it to no ends. And I'm, I think I've told you to watch it. it was the um, the unrated and seventeen cut of Crash, uh, with James Spader. Uh, I really yet. dig that fucking flick. Uh, totally messed up, totally Cronenberg flick. Uh, if you're gonna see that movie and you haven't yet, or you have seen the rated R version, go hunt down the NC seventeen unrated version if you can. Uh, definitely way better. Um, I remember the only NC-17 movie I've ever even seen was uh, that fucking uh, Harvey Keitel cop movie, um, Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant, yeah, where you, see, get, where you get to see full frontal Keitel. <laughs> I was not expecting that. No, not <laughs> and, at like, all. Like him doing like fucking uh, like crack and shit, like freebasing. Yeah, I don't know. I'd it's have a to fucked s- up movie. It, well, not even, it's not like fun to watch. It's... No, but I don't know. I watched it once and I was like, eh. It kind of gives you that feeling like it's a good movie. Watch Requiem or something. You know? <laughs> like it's just depressing. It's a great flick, but um, it is. And, I mean, Harvey Keitel is awesome. But, but if we're talking about Cronenberg flicks, I know you. I know we've both seen and enjoy and reference occasionally Scanners, hmm. um, one of his earlier flicks, which yeah. is good. Um, but I think honestly, being reminded of some of the movies has been so long. Uh, Videodrome for me. James Woods, man. Never seen it. You've never seen Videodrome? Uh, am I gonna get some shit for that? Oh no, go see that movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. James Woods is a fucking goddamn pimp in that flick, and I think they just released it on like Criterion. I was thinking of James Woods on Family Guy. <laughs> James Woods I've High. Got James Woods. Yeah, no, you gotta check out fucking. You gotta check out Videodrome. Uh, Long live the flesh. Uh, <laughs> or sorry, Long live the new flesh. Uh, fantastic <laughs> flick. Cronenberg all the way. Um, but I'd have to say for pure re- rewatchability, the fly for me. Yeah. Um, Jeff Goldblum in that movie. I've awesome. seen that like 
probably too young. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That movie freaked me the like, fuck yeah, out. I was totally like, the ending. I was just the end scene. Well, and it's, where they fuse what I together love, into that fucking long ass fucked up bug thing. What I love is that it's all practical, and it makes it look like it's there. You know, as opposed to like now, if they redid it, it'd be like CG and it'd be like everything's moving normally. Like, no, I like that fucking puppet. It's just covered in slime, or when he's like pulling off his fingernails and his teeth are falling out and. And he fucking breaks that when he's doing the arm wrestling and the guy in the bar and he's just like all horny and shit. And he's like, Rawr, snap, and like breaks that and the bones just come out of the fucking flesh. Uh, yeah, great fucking movie, man. I Fly man. 2. Eric Stoltz. Uh, not a fan of that. this in a previous. Yeah, I'm not I a think fan we of went Fly through, 2. like the best sci-fi or horror. Yeah, something. top 10 horror flicks we did. But yeah, I'm just remembering like, because I was like, is the end of the Fly 1 the one where it shows him like like kind of edging his way out and then eating some gruel off of the floor as the fucked up bug thing. Like when he spit but that's two. out. Yeah. No, no, that's two because oh. at two, like so the dog dies. Like they kill the dog. Yeah, the like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, he turns into like a giant spider thing. Yeah. But I think it's the same deal where he try. He goes into the. He goes into a pod or like gets fused again into like once again the giant long gross thing. Yeah. Well, what's, what I think is funny about every time I th- every time I see the fly two with with, with Stoltz. I'm instantly reminded that he was the original Marty McFly in Back to the Future to the point where they filmed really? all the scenes in the mall in the beginning when he's getting chased on by the Libyans as Eric Stoltz. He was <laughs> the original Michael J. Fox. That's funny. And then I picture him in like Pulp Fiction and like Does all these other movies. Did why they didn't go with him? There was just, I think there was just some uh, some issues there. Either he didn't want to do it or there were, the studio was, was just like, no. a shitty movie. And I think, th- I think they originally wanted Michael J. Fox, but there was an issue with Family Ties where they didn't think he could like leave the show to do it because that was when Family Ties was still pretty big. Alex B. Keaton and shit. Skippy! But uh, every time I think that, it's just funny because I just picture Michael J. Fox like the all-American kid, kind of. Yeah. But then picturing Eric Stoltz. But not really Eric Stoltz back then, but like Eric Stoltz in like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> or like in The Fly 2. Just like, I, I, my brain kind of kind of goes that way. Um, but I always thought that was... Uh, I mean, it's interesting. There's, there's some pictures on the net where you can see Eric Stoltz in the, in the, in the fucking... Uh, the Marty McFly get, get up. up. Yeah, everything in the, in the DeLorean and shit. And, the uh, I think there's still a couple scenes in the movie where it's actually Stoltz. Huh. Like That's funny. part of them driving and shit, yeah. They they didn't really edit edit around it or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You gotta check out Videodrome. I can't believe you've never seen. Uh, I can't we'll believe you've never seen. We give the fans some uh, some inside info on Back to the Future. Exactly. That's worth fucking gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold, gold, Jerry. Gold. Um, well, shit, man. Now that I now that I got um, <clears throat> I got uh Back to the Future on the uh on the brain. What are your takes on those movies? I don't think we ever talked about. We're going a little old school here. What are oh, your takes shit. on I the saw BTTF? The so many times. Yeah, I got to the point where we were actually like quoting it yeah. at, uh, uh, word for word in the playground. Yeah. I was always Doc Brown. <laughs> when this baby gets 88 miles per hour, you'll see some serious shit. And I always thought it was cool because I said shit. Yep. If I got in trouble, I'd be like, like Doc Brown said it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw all those a lot, like, especially the first two, because I love the second one because it's the future. Oh my god, it's Jaws the, 10? It's the crazy 80s version of the future. The first movie with Elijah Wood? Yeah, exactly. But uh, the first one, I definitely remember the the fucking photograph he's always looking at with the hand disappearing and stuff. I thought that was kind of weird. And uh, I don't know, because I was so young when that came out. Like, what year did that come out? Like, late it was 80s? like 85? 80, mid-80s. Like, 85, 86, I so think. So I was, like, probably, like, you know, six or seven when I saw that. See, I just think and it's I watched. We had it on tape, and I watched it over and over. Oh yeah, again, yeah. My dad like, taped it on know, HBO or whatever. Yep. Um, I always like the idea now, being an older person, that 
Michael J. Fox is the one that stole the black man sound to create rock and roll. <laughs> like, listen to this. And this fucking Michael J. Fox playing Johnny Be Good. Yep. Uh, that was always epic. And I did, and, and I have to say. What was that for, embarrassing part, too, when he goes too crazy with it, goes too far? He's like, you know, your kids would love this. <laughs> like, could you imagine being someone at the Enchanted Under the Sea dance? Like, what the fuck is in my, what am I listening to? What? My kids will love this. This guy's a fucking like nutcase. <laughs> um, but I give props to that movie also because Billy Zane is in that then. shit, dude. <laughs> Billy Zane is up in that. He's one of Biff's uh, thugs, man. I love really? that shit. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I didn't Hell know yeah. That. Dude, is he that, the 3D glasses guy. I th- oh, I don't know if he's the 3D glasses guy. Fact that is a, checking. That is a wonderful uh, fucking gimmick to have as your like 1950s thug. Well, I mean, if you're in a gang, dude, like, why not? My wear eyes 3D are glasses? so fucked up. Could you imagine? I wore like, those for those? eight years straight. Seriously, could you imagine wearing those I for that long? I could only see red and blue. It's <laughs> the only two colors I see. Well, I mean, the 50s. It's not even black and white. He only sees red and blue. That's all he sees. <laughs> but uh, I always thought it was funny that... Uh, or not funny, but I really enjoyed when they had the, when they filmed the second and third ones back to back, how they referenced the first one. And how... When you watch the first one, you see him like, jamming on stage. And then the second one, yeah. like he's up on the rafters looking like Mutt from fucking uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> Fucking looking down on himself. Yeah, that's true. That was really good. I mean, what did you think of uh, the cowboy one? The third one, I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, I enjoyed it, but once again, I'm not a fan of westerns. Yeah, I'm not Um, either. And that really kind of affected my 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 thoughts towards that movie. ZZ Top up in there, spinning their guitars. Yeah. Um. Oh, ZZ Top. Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Do 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 do. Oh yeah, I still remember that song. Oh, I remember that song. And like, he's eating the pie thing. Where'd you learn to shoot like that? 7-Eleven. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, just going back <laughs> real quick, uh, Billy Zane was not the 3D guy. He was a guy called Match. That was his name in the movie. Not sure who the fuck that was on top of my head, but unfortunately, Billy Zane was Who later not. went on to start Match.com. Exactly. It's all Billy Zane bringing people together. <laughs> bringing people together. But no, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the third one. Um, I enjoyed it, but I have to agree with you. I think just because of the age I saw it, um, the second one's when they got the most play for me. Because mm-hmm. it was the hoverboard, it was the Nike sneakers. The hoverboard, I wanted the hoverboard so bad. I remember the rumors in the playground, I'm like, did you hear? It's totally real, man. <laughs> it's coming out this fucking Christmas. Different it's schools, be... same rumors. Yeah, yeah, and the Nike shoes. But the government, they didn't want to let it out because it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. There's a bunch of parents complaining about it in man. California. It was always Californian parents could fucking it, work, it up could for it, us. Could it work for cars? No, man. I heard the government said it only works for little boards. Little hoverboards. <laughs> like, it could only support it. the weight of Marty McFly. <laughs> like, keep it. I got a pit bull now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. I mean, the second one doesn't really hold up that much now. It's kind of... I mean, the future's kind of ridiculous in that movie. It is. Like, um, the dehydrated pizza. Oh, come on. With fucking... Uh, the whole George McFly that wasn't really Crispin Glover upside Was down. Was like a little like garden that came down too? Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. picked like grapes. Fresh. Yeah, it's like grapes, grapes, please. <laughs> like nerdy Michael J. Fox and the creepiest Michael J. Fox is his own daughter. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> um, but you also give props to a movie that puts Flea in the movie as a boss of Michael J. Fox. <laughs> like epic fucking needles. Come on, man, it's too good. Uh, and then, you know, the rumors have always been percolating out there. Well, I guess it was more before Parkinson's hit that it was going to be Back to the Future 4. And I'm like, you don't need it. That is still do it. Back to the Future 4 starring needles. Starring needles. Flea. Exactly. Just needles Flea and Billy Zane. is needles in Back to the Future 4. You're going to see some <laughs> serious shit. <laughs> You're fired! I've invented this base, needles. You've got to play it to open a dimensional door. 
Nice. <laughs> Fucking Doc Brown. Hey, yo. <laughs> What's my name, Mo? Isn't that the song but like a different beat? Like, hey. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis, how far have you fallen? God damn it. Whatever happened to Blood Sugar Sex Some Magic? people love that new shit, though. Fuck, I can't deal with the new I shit. I can't either. I, I was glad when Frusanti came back, but uh, I'm just like, really? They turned into like an alternative, like, like a bad alternative band. It's just like watered down and... So it almost it's sounds just, like like Christian rock or something at this it's point. Just, it's just like he gave up on the lyrics. Yeah. Hey, yo. That's like what I think of. I, I just think of fucking like Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, that's epic. That's another thing that like totally stands out from like movies I watched over and over again that we had on tape. Beetlejuice? Was that part of Beetlejuice with the fucking lobster claws reaching up and grabbing everyone's face? Did you dance? And like pushing them back. Did you dance to that? When they were dancing around the, uh, the, hey, the table. Sonora, shake your body, shake your body line. At the exactly. end. With the fucking football players. Football players. <laughs> no, that's a movie that I seriously, I, I remember that renting. That movie fucking stands up, man. That's a good No, that movie. movie's fucking great. And uh, then, um, what, what I loved about it Michael was that. Michael Keaton uh, was brilliant. Dude, Michael Keaton had a, just a great run in the 80s there. And uh, he still did in the 90s, but he kind of fell off, which sucked. Think because he could bring, think he could do a Tarantino, bring him back? Fuck yeah. Well, here he did. He brought, Michael, Michael Keaton was in uh, Jackie Brown. That's right, he was in Jackie Playing Brown. Playing the character, the same character, yeah. the cop character from the movie, movie Out of too. Sight. I like Jackie Brown. A lot of people are, that's not their favorite, but... I th- I I honestly, Jackie great. Brown's my favorite Tarantino flick. Really? That's yep. a pretty bold statement. That, I'm, I'm, I'm bold. Do you include, do you I include am uh, True Romance in that? I don't include True Romance as a Tarantino flick because I believe... Didn't he write that? Or, or no, Natural Born Killers he wrote off as it wasn't his because they changed it around. Uh, True Romance is one of my top ten flicks of all time. Love it. Nope. Um, I love that movie. Um... But I don't it's really so funny too. Whenever I'm like, I tell someone like, you ever seen True Romance? I think it's like fucking Bridget Jones or something. Oh no, like, no, 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 no! You don't even know. Well, you know True the whole thing too, right? Awesome. Like Clarence and Alabama were actually Mickey and Mallory. Like it was, it was True Romance was the beginning of Natural Born Killers in the original script. Really? Yeah, like it was, it was, it was one giant flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Interesting facts. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was, it was all the same characters and shit. And then you know, Oliver Stone did Natural Born Killers and whatever. But I don't really consider. When I think of Tarantino flicks, I think of ones that he wrote and directed. The ones that are obviously Tarantino flicks. And that he directed. He didn't direct True Romance. Um, and you can tell. I mean. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I have to say, honestly, Jackie Brown, man. Um, I have to say Jackie Brown is probably my favorite Tarantino great flick. Great De Niro. De Niro was great, man. Dude, come on. And Bridget, uh, uh, fuck, uh, blah, blah, blur. what the hell is her name? The girlfriend, the stoned out girlfriend that mm-hmm. he has to deal with. God damn it. <laughs> Fact checking. Like towards I, the end when she's just like annoying him like nonstop. Spoiler alert. And bad shit happens. Oh, I thought you were going to... I was gonna, just going to stop there. Oh, I thought you were going to keep... Uh, that you were gonna keep going. Oh, Bridget Fonda—that's her name. Uh, yeah, no, that that whole that that and it has one of the best performances by Chris Tucker, one that, where he's like perfect in the role. Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I mean, when you know, I just yeah. Samuel Jackson was great in that one. Robert Forster's a pimp. Max Cherry. I mean, that whole movie <laughs> is great. I I'm standing by my my, my, my story. Yep. I'm standing by my story. Well, I agree. I've always liked that movie, but a lot of people but, give it shit though. What's your What's your favorite Tarantino flick? If you had to pick one. I mean, if you don't count True Romance. I'm not counting that. One that he directed and wrote. And wrote. Both of them together. That's really hard. Uh, would you would you say Kill Bill is all one movie? Mm. No, since they split it up. We can say Kill Bill 1, Kill Bill 2. Volume 1, Volume 2, since it was split up and that's how it was theatrically. So I'll count that as two movies. God, that has, oh, it's, it's so tainted by how many times I've seen Pulp Fiction. Uh... But I'm gonna go Kill Bill 2. 
Really? Is your favorite Tarantino flick? I think so, yeah. You know, I, I fucking have... love Pime. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that's that why you like That's the movie a better huge than the, second, chunk or the of first why. one. Yeah. I like that one too cuz Daryl Hannah has a hell of a lot more uh, awesome. screen time. Although I still got to give it up for the first fight scene in a Kill Bill um with that's uh, true. with the chick from Independence Day. I just like the tone of the second one better. I like the pacing better. And and Bud is awesome. I like Bud. Bud Michael, is Michael awesome. Madsen. Yeah. Michael Madsen. Yeah, Watching Michael War Madsen Games awesome. and seeing a young Michael Madsen was just like, oh my god, he looks the exact same as he did fucking you know, twenty five years ago. Okay. Yeah, it was him and Tom Sizemore, and, and Madsen went out. Although Madsen was in the epic shit fest Blood Rain. Really, the I didn't know that. I never movie, watched that movie. Bowl movie, Blood Rain. That the idea was epic. It was a killer Nazi vampire that killed Nazis with giant scythes. And then <laughs> Uwe was like, how can I make this better? I know, let's make it a period piece back in the 18th <laughs> century and have Ben, King, uh, ben Kingsley in it. And, ben uh, Kingsley's in that piece of shit? Oh, yeah, dude. Don't be wow. fucking... you never seen Blood Rain? No, I never saw it. Oh, dude. Uwe. I saw, like, a few minutes of it, maybe. I got Postal coming in on uh, Netflix. I can't wait to watch that shit, Yeah, dude. you can't wait for Dave Foley. Full frontal Foley, man. <laughs> Full frontal Foley. That should be on the box. <laughs> like, fuck taglines. Fuck everything else. Postal. Starring Full Frontal Foley. <laughs> Instant- he just changes his name to that. <laughs> or it'd be like, Dave. Full frontal. Foley. <laughs> Uh, how far has that guy fucking fallen? Pretty uh, far. We were just watching... Uh, going from being a fucking kids judge in the hall. on that Well, like, going from kids show. in the hall to the judge in the improv show that sucked. Oh, that sucked so bad. Except Brian Posehn. And uh, that guy from Talk Soup was actually pretty good. Jason Alexander was kind of good. Kind of. And I did like the dad from Malcolm in the Middle occasionally. No, because he was the same, I mean, he was the same gay episode guy. as... Uh, was he the one that always played gay? Like he thought for a cheap yeah. laugh he could just make out with one of the male the guy, contestants. The, Fuck, I don't know who the new guy is. McHale? Does. Hale. Yeah, Mc- Hale. Joe McHale. Joe McHale, Joe Hale. Joe, yeah. Something McHale, like that. Yeah, whatever. That guy Talk was suit. fucking great. He was really funny. And he lost to the guy from the fucking, uh, the guy you're talking about. The, the dad from Malcolm in the middle. middle. Yeah, and I'm like, really? No, he shouldn't have really? won. Yeah, no, I don't get, I, I thought he was funny, but, uh, yeah, well, you went, yeah, so you had Foley going from Kids in the Hall the Kids in the Hall Brain Candy, which is one of my top ten comedic flicks ever. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Life is short. Life <laughs> is shit. And soon it will be over. I fucking love that cab mm, driver. Harmonica. Yeah. Oh, my God. And just fucking... <laughs> it was nice. And then uh, Debo. Or is it... D- is that his name? In the, the Chris McCullough, his his rocking character that looks like Danzig. Oh, yeah, that's He's right. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Life is happiness and puppy dogs. He's always wearing that, like... The, the coveralls with no shirt. Yep, with no shirt. It's like... That's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen Brain Candy, you need to go see Brain Candy. Whistle. The Cancer Boy whistle Cancer Boy. I forgot what it was. Oh my god. Like, whistle when my, you're sad. Or, like, whistle when you're low. Whistle when you're low. And then he's like, My brother was born with a heart on the outside of his body. <laughs> I don't take the drug, but my parents do. And fucking, I love Cancer Boy. Oh my uh, god, he's so awesome. That whole movie is just great. It is. And it pissed me off that it's it bombed. It's fucked up. And, I mean, if you're going to be like, I'm going to go watch Kids in the Hall Brain Candy, it's a fucked up movie. Me and Leslie still reference that every time I'm just like, Get your finger on my face, Don. It's kind of Get your old, finger on my dude. face, Don. It is good. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Um,. I don't think Wesley was a huge fan it's when a bit first dated, watched though, it. When you watch it, well, you're like, "This is so fucking like mid '90s." It is, it is, and I have to say that you need to watch it more than once, um, because I know when we first watched it, I was—I mean, I could recite that movie fucking word for word because I loved that flick. Leslie was kind of bored, 
but some of the lines still stick with you. The the, the gay father, oh, I was upstairs taking a shower. He's <laughs> like Mister December. He's <laughs> like fucking fireman gay porn. Oh my god, that movie is. Oh, I need to watch that movie tonight. I I have not seen the movie in months. Go check out fucking Brain Candy. But yeah. going back to it, so Dave Foley, epic, epic. Nah, improv show and then World Series of Poker and then Full Frontal Nudity was, radio. was in between there too oh yeah I always, I always forget because he played the straight guy that's I why know, I think that's yeah. why I mean we've talked we love we love news well radio for him. I mean, oh yeah yeah he yeah he did really well in that role no and we love news radio but uh I mean, it's just like, okay, so from that to the, the improv to, like, the World Series of Poker Guide, like, or Celebrity Poker, sorry, Celebrity Poker, mm. to being full frontal in an Uwe Boll movie, um, which apparently the first 10 minutes are fucking funnier than shit, and I've actually seen them, and, like, yeah. it's great, but apparently it doesn't it go, it, oh, it's just that. horrible after that, apparently, but it's one of those movies where I want to rent it just because I figure I'll be drunk, like House of the Dead, and just have fun. <laughs> Cliff, uh, uh, House of the Dead 2? Fuck that, Sid Haig, that sucked. No, I'd rather watch House of the Dead 1. Sid Haig was in House of the Dead too. Really? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He was, was in that, that movie. Is that the one where you cover yourself in zombie guts and they can't smell you? That's in like almost every zombie movie. You thinking of Day of the Dead? Where they're just like walking? No. Day of the Dead remake. Did that? Was that in Day of the Dead? Yeah, yeah. There's another thing they did too. But they, I think, with the smell, they did with the smell, because then they couldn't, they couldn't do it. It's like in every zombie movie at some point. They will fucking cover themselves. Oh, Day of the Dead remake. I thought it was like a Dawn of oh, the Dead Oh, did I say remake. Dawn? I said Day, no, right? No, you did say Dawn. Oh, yeah, Day, no, I'm thinking, thinking Dawn, Dawn with fucking Nick Day Cannon. I have Fuck you, zombie bitch. <laughs> I'm Nick Cannon. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. But, uh, no, uh, but yeah, and then, no, House of the Dead, the original, was great, if, if only for uh, Clint Marshall. Yeah. They call it... Isle del Morte. It means the island of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, it was just so like, what movie are you in, guy? Like, you're having fun. And Jurgen Pro, uh, Jurgen Prokow, I can't say the names at all. Jurgen Prochow, Prokow, as the as the as the, as William Shatner, as like Captain Shatner. I think that was his name in the movie. It was just like retarded. And they had the whole quote unquote Matrix battle, where it wasn't it wasn't as high tech as the Matrix. It was the actors standing on a circle. With a giant rotating camera that Uve would be like, okay, and a goo. And they would just like push it around as like they're like shooting off guns. And it made no sense because like a little shack in the woods all of a sudden was like a giant underground laboratory filled with fucking like, like fucking like uh, rejects from Pirates of the Caribbean. Some of it. I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but I have seen number two. And that's one where. Sid Haig's in That's all I know. I haven't seen it in a long time. I've seen parts, but Sid Haig is in it. Not for very long. He's on the fuck cover, but he's not. He's in the movie for maybe 15, 20 minutes tops. Oh, he's in the beginning. Yes. He's the, the doctor, and he uh, dies the scientist, like, or whatever. Spoiler, right? <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert! Sid Haig dies. Sid Haig dies in like the first like fucking fifteen minutes of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the like B level, you know, or not even B level. No, dude, that's like Z level, Z level like cast that they like. I don't know where they well, even find these people. It's like Sid Haig and Night Living Dead 3D. Like, come on, dude, you're epic when Rob Zombie's working with you. You're epic in like, I think wasn't he in? He was in Jackie Brown. Yeah, he was the the judge or whatever in Jackie Brown. I mean, he's epic, but at this point, he's like, fuck it. I'm Sid fucking Haig. Give me a paycheck. Night Living Dead 3D? All right, whatever. Yeah, they're growing weed. Gonna, gonna okay. Fly me where to do this movie? Like, really? Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's like uh, that uh, that Bruce Campbell movie that he did for... Which one? The Screaming Brain? The Screaming Brain one. Oh, that movie my God. fucking sucks. So, so bad. fucking bad. And you can tell... So just like uh, Return of the Living Dead, where they're making fucking... Rave uh, to the Grave? Rave to the Grave. So 
they must have made those two movies in the exact same place because it looked exactly the same. It's like you can tell that it's some like you know former Soviet like you know that whole area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Fucking zombie Chernobyl raving. Got it. Go. Yeah. Script done. Man, this coke is so good. The script is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell that like most of the actors like. English was not their first language, like most of the like extras, and they shipped in maybe about, I don't know, five or six American actors that they just like, you know, found from a really crappy casting call. And then like they just did a really the real world. And then they just did like another casting call in whatever the fuck country they were in, being like, You can speak English, you can have a couple lines maybe, you know. Can you understand Shamble? Yes. You understand Rave? Yes, you're hired. Same thing with the Screaming Brain, though, too. All the extras in that, I swear that was not... That movie just fucking sucked. I am yeah. really excited to see... Uh, have you heard about his new flick that's coming out? No. Um, where he plays himself, and he goes to, uh, he goes to like, a town where... Oh, what's it called? Fucking, let me... Fact check! Uh, my name is Bruce. Um, it should be coming out soon. If it's not already out now, uh, I haven't seen it. Um, but basically, his character... So, Bruce Campbell, as Bruce Campbell is uh, mistaken for his character Ash and forced to fight a real monster uh, in, in, in Washington State. Nice. Yeah. And I'm like, like all right, I good. Totally watch that. Yeah, exactly. It's called, uh, my name is Bruce. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I keep hearing about it. Uh, it came out in 2007, so. Wouldn't you love to see him, like, brought back in something, like, well, Tarantino style? Sam Raimi, once again, is keep is, is more talk has started up about in, Evil like, Dead like 4. like, the ring announcer and stuff in Spider-Man, but. All I'm saying is they ever talk about Evil Dead 4 now. Like more really? actually like concrete type chat. Why not? People know the name. I heard they're remaking Evil Dead with not with Bruce. Like a whole new like Sam Raimi's letting them do a whole new thing. I'm like okay, Evil Dead. John Stamos in Night Living Dead or the John Stamos <laughs> is Ashley J Williams in <laughs> Evil Dead 2008. <laughs> John Stamos, <laughs> but he's playing Uncle Jesse. <laughs> Fuck it, my name is Uncle Jesse. <laughs> Let's have Uncle Jesse. Playing Uncle Jesse, but somebody mistakes him for John Stamos, <laughs> and he has to fight fucking. The well, he Olsen ends up twins. in the cabin, and like as soon as shit gets fucked I'll up, swallow your soul, I'll swallow your soul. They, like hear there's all this fucking pounding on the doors. They're like, oh my god, what the fuck? It's Beach, the Boys. Twins. Beach Boys, it's a fucking Beach Boys. Sounding Kokomo, <laughs> take it fast, and then we'll take it so slow. They all end up getting turned into the fucked up zombie things. Oh, fucking epic. Oh, one of them gets raped by a tree. <laughs> John Stamos gets raped by a tree. In. My name is Uncle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Why aren't we in Hollywood? I don't know. There's so, I mean, we could be a trauma. We could be, a, we could be working at trauma. Fuck it's it. true. I don't mind making a shitty movie as long as I'm having fun doing it. I could have thought of Sergeant Kabuki Man. I could have thought of Killer Condom. <laughs> Although that's I do. Really, that's a really simple idea. <laughs> see, okay. really toss it Guys dark. hate condoms. Boom, horror movie. The condoms alive has teeth and eat stuff. <laughs> Money in the bank. <laughs> Jody, what you drink? Money in the bank. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, uh, did I tell you I'm starting to write a script again? I'm getting back into my script writing. What? You wrote a script at some point? Oh, yeah. I got a few of them, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. I used to do it all the time for fun. Is this going to be like uh, Michael Scott's script? Oh, dude, it's agent, like it's you threat as level a special midnight. agent. Threat level midnight. <laughs> Michael Scorn. Maybe like, it'd be like, Rob, let's see what's Hughes, Rob Huggies, <laughs> which people mistake my last name for all the time. That's it. I hate that. Is um Rob Huggies there? Uh, it's Hughes. <laughs> Where are you getting the extra G and the I-E-S from? <laughs> Fuckers. Rod Huggies. Oh, my God. No, but uh, yeah, no, uh, me and Ari are writing a script together, uh, our, 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 our zombie opus. Uh, everybody writes a zombie movie. And it's just for fun at work. It's called Ashwood. And so we're starting that out. 
So uh, maybe I'll uh, leave you in the dust here and go be a big Hollywood businessman, a business jerk, yeah. handing out business cards. Like well, a zombie no, it'll, movie. It'll, it'll just be like Smodcast, where you're just like a big time fucking like you know rich ass director. You're my I'm producer. Like, you're fucking producer. Like there's no way. I'm like there's no way in shit you could ever be a producer. You'd be like, all right, CJ, I need fucking five thousand dollars. Go call some people. How long did it take you to find you out the stuff? Write, well, it, it would How be pretty did, simple though. You just instead of me being a producer. You just write in a part for a fat Christopher Walken every single time you make a script. I could, I could definitely do that. <laughs> we need fat Christopher Walken on the, uh, on the stage. <laughs> fat Christopher Walken. You just come out and be like, and action. <laughs> uh, what am I? How am I supposed to? And scene. What? I'm supposed to Why did I write you into the script? What? You obviously can't go, man. I think I need to stop with the addiction to Oxycontin. <laughs> it's, it's fucking up my movie. I know you only have three lines. I'll do the impression... If you give me some Oxycontin. Alright, 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 alright. CJ, here's some Oxycontin. Okay, now, uh, we need factors for walking in this shot. Um, basically, the whole town is being attacked by aliens. Um, you're the only person that knows what's happening. No one believes you. Your motivation is that you are angry, yet relaxed. And you're talking to the mayor, trying to get him to believe that there are aliens attacking. When he can see them, but doesn't believe them. Quiet on the set, quiet on the set. And... Action! I'm, I'm so angry, yet relaxed about these horrible aliens. But what's more important here is that I have this peanut butter parfait. It's so delicious with peanuts and hot fudge. And cut! Wait, that wasn't in the script. What are you ad-libbing now all of a sudden? That was not in the script. I brought you on and gave you some, to give you some money, CJ. Why are you ad-libbing? Who are you, Seth Rogen all of a sudden? Oh, Am I'm I Judd Apatow? Huh? Huh? What's going on here? One more take, one more take. And action. Fuck you. <laughs> I got nothing. And cut. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, for fun. I mean, whatever. Everybody writes a zombie movie and it's giving me something to do at work while I'm uh, waiting for shit to happen. So uh, maybe I'll write a pardon for Fat Christopher Walken. <laughs> or I'll just write a pardon for you and then uh, I will call you a DJ. So people <laughs> won't know. And uh, who do you know? It's not based on you at all. And and, and, and during the the scenes where people are getting eaten, um, your your coping mechanism will be uh, Christopher Walken impressions. <laughs> like so at some point in the middle of the movie, you, the, your brain snaps and all you can talk in is you're like you're you just talking in the Christopher Walken cadence. That would be so fucking epic, dude. I can't, I can't take the pressure. I can't. I can't take it. Uh, I feel better <laughs> now that I'm talking like this. Oh my god. I feel much better. Oh my god, dude. It's like I just took some aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, Jesus Christ. But I yeah, can, so. I can see the music. Yeah, so I, I should actually get you in on this script action, man. I mean, we've watched enough movies. It'd just be for fun. So you're writing a zombie movie? Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's just, I mean, I'm, I don't expect it to ever be managed. That'd be fun. But I'm also writing the Abraham Smashington movie. <laughs> really? Oh, hell yeah, dude, because our fucking uh, dis uh, uh, create your own uh, story thing, I still love that. Like, that was props to everybody who contributed, Ari, Big B, Scott, everybody on the board who contributed to that story. Maybe we can, like, turn that into a book. Seriously, I would love to. I, we need some artists. I would love to turn <laughs> that into a book, and I have some other ideas I would love to turn into. Um, I can draw, but not, like, enough like that. Um, but I, it, I'd be like the Wachowskis. Or like I take a napkin and be like, all right, uh, scribbles. This isn't in my mind. Now make this look good. Yeah. Because uh, that's what a lot of them did. But uh, you know what? Real quick, real quick. Let's just give a, a quick shout out to our, our newest member on the boards, the Anti-Screech. Uh, I think he found us from you, I believe. Uh, from, uh, Gax Online, I think Gax. it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
massive online gamers uh, little MySpace uh, uh, thing going on there. Um, it's good to see people are actually reading those because yeah. it seems like we hardly get any comments. Yeah, so we don't have any comments on it. check us out from there, go ahead and give us some comments. But, you know, I have to so say... it looks like we're huge. You know what I like to say, though, is honestly, if I'd rather not have any comments on gags, but have people subscribe to us on iTunes and give this guy... I'm pretty sure this guy Retraction. Gave us, retraction. Do not give us comments. Well, no, if you want to give us comments, feel Only free. give us iTunes Yes, yeah, subscribe reviews. to us and review because this guy gave us a review, which is awesome. So, thanks to you. He did have... I, I thought I'd placate our uh, listeners real quick um, since we're going on a little Christopher Walken kind of on the brain. He did... Uh, uh, he enjoys the same types of the movies we do and uh, one of Christopher Walken's best-known roles was as Gabriel in one of the seminal classics, The Prophecy. He would like it if you could recite some lines, maybe not the way he did it, but in your Christopher Walken voice. Well, I will do it, but it will not be the way that it was in the movie because no, I is, have seen the prophecy, but, it's but it was so fucking long ago, probably like first season of the X Files long ago. So, so uh, well, here we go. Uh, CJ here. CJ as Christopher face. Walken, lemon face, <laughs> mm, lion, lion face. face. All right. Uh, so CJ as Christopher Walken as Gabriel in. The movie, The Prophecy. I'm an angel. I kill firstborns. Once the mama's watch, or while the mama's watch, I fucked up that line, but it really doesn't matter. I turn cities into salt. Even when I feel like it, rip the souls from little girls. And from now till the kingdom come, the only thing you can count on in existence is never understanding why. And scene. So my, my reading out loud skills are not uh, are not as, as as great as as they could be. Uh, CJ's kind of illiterate. I need my uh, my su- acting class, I haven't su- gone there I'm, yet. I'm surprised he got all the way through that. Um, but that's for you, uh, the anti screech. Uh, real name uh, unknown. Well, you get it's 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 difficult to do because you got to insert like about twenty commas inside that block of text. Exactly, exactly. So. And now I, I'm sorry for for myself, CJ. I know I I know you might feel like. You're a trained monkey right now with your Christopher Walken. I would like you to do one quote from True Romance. Uh, I have a quote here that Christopher, that Christopher Walken did. Um, and and uh, it's really... Face of the Man Who Kills You, that one. Um, and and he, he's one of the best characters in there. Um, in, in True Romance, one of my favorite, maybe like a 10-minute scene where you actually see him. Um, and I'm going to have CJ do this because it's, it's it's for me. I apologize for taking up time with this. I love <laughs> I love his fucking uh, his, 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 his impression. And I want him to read um, this seminal little mini-speech by Christopher Walken in True Romance. Okay. Transferring laptop. Uh. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I recognize this quote And uh, the reason we recognize this is me and CJ are, uh, we, used to, uh, we still kind of do make music. And uh, we have used this quote in some of our, uh, our musical compositions. That's uh, my walking. And... Christopher Walken, CJ has Christopher Walken in True Romance, and action. I'm the Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. You tell me the angels in heaven have never seen evil so singularly personified as it did in the face of the man who killed you. My name is Vincent... (laughs) Italian last name. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God damn it. Keep going. That's awesome. <laughs> I work as counsel for Mr. Blue Lou Boyle, the man your son stole from. I heard once a cop. I heard you were once a cop, so I can assume you've heard of us before. Am I correct? Oh, and scene. What I love. 
what I love about CJ reading lines is that it's like Christopher Walken on Saturday Night Live. When he doesn't even care that people know that he's not even looking at the actors, that he's staring directly at the cue cards. Like, Italian last name. I thank you. Kakati, Kati. Yeah, Kokati, Kosati. I mean, that's totally So you don't know either. No, it's not all me. No, I wasn't. I didn't say. How dare you fucking insult me? I never been working on this for the last fucking month. (laughs) I never insulted you. I'm just kidding. I just, I just thought it was funny. Like, (laughs) my name is Vincent. Italian last name. (laughs) That was, that was great. Uh, I I was a huge fan. So there you go. uh, The anti screech. Uh, uh, Great name, by the way. Um, Little side note: you don't have to sign your name in every post you post. we got that. We see your name. You're good to go. We appreciate you listening to us. We <laughs> hope that is for you. Um, and CJ, once again, bringing the epic Christopher Walken impersonation. So a little, little golf clap, which every time I do it and I listen to it, sounds like I'm masturbating. <laughs> All I need to do is insert some like, mayonnaise sounds. <laughs> like South Park. Like fucking uh, pump up sound- the volume. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, get... Oh, the, the creature stirs. I can't hold it any longer. Talk hard. Talk hard. That was such a... Happy Harry hard on. <laughs> for inspiration for this show. Seriously. <laughs> Kristen Slater. If we could as... only, like, broadcast within, like, three miles of here. Oh, my God. Wonderful. That movie is epic. It I, is pretty I, epic. I mean, I, I grew up with that movie. It was just like, holy shit, this is not... And it was made for kids. <laughs> with, like, the kids that are... Like, they're listening to the show, and they're riding their bikes around in a circle on the driveway with a boombox in the middle. <laughs> like, who does that? Guys that want to listen to Happy Harry Hard on. I guess, yeah. That was, and I mean, it had great, it had one of the best soundtracks for the time. It Pixies did. were on it. I mean, all yeah. kinds of awesome shit. Everybody Frank Black. knew. Exactly. Guys loaded. Exactly. little uh, action that was uh, back in on Scream. Also had one of my major crushes back in the day, Samantha Mathis. You got to see her boobs in that movie, and she was kind of the quote unquote goth chick just because she wore uh, the black and white uh, <laughs> black and white tights yep. but uh yeah shit go watch pump up the volume if <laughs> yeah, you have not seen, seen that. that goddamn movie I mean it is know, Christian just... Slater now not so good well have you seen previews for that new flick on NBC like meet Charlie I can't make the grill now meet George I'm fucking assassinating people they're the same person and he doesn't crazy. know crazy but he's gonna know it and you're gonna watch it on yeah. NBC Exactly. See, I don't really get that. I don't know. I'll probably check it out because Christian Slater, and he was in the, once again, seminal classic Cuffs. Gleaming awesome. the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. Heathers. Mm-hmm. But nothing means Gleaming the Cube. Oh, my God. We haven't talked about that since, like, the early, early, early episodes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Metal Grip Tape. That's some good shit. And I, remember, I remember when I watched it as a kid, I used to have nightmares. Follow that car. Well, I used to have nightmares. All right. I used to have nightmares about that movie. Because the one scene where you see, spoiler alert for Gleaming <laughs> for the Cube. Gleaming the cube. <laughs> when some guy see, out there just like with a fucking skater haircut wearing some Vision streetwear. Like, and like the cut off gloves. <laughs> I just had put it in my VCR. I was about to hit play. Fucking A. Oh my god, if he's still wearing vision wear and cut off <laughs> gloves, I don't, I don't think he has MP3s or a computer. <laughs> he's outside pulling Burt's on the fucking ground, like, watch me do some fucking tricks. Uh, no, but I remember uh, having nightmares as a kid, seeing uh, Christian Slater's uh, stepbrother, the Asian dude, hanging dead in the uh, in the bathroom. Like, that fucked me up as a kid, I'm like, skateboarding, hell yeah, wait, what is this? There's fucking guns, and there's fucking, like, a fucking, like, ammo, fucking... <laughs> It's like ammo traders and nightmares shit. Nightmares of Adam, like, strung up. 
Except he was Asian. Except, the, except my brother was Asian. Uh, and he wasn't named after the gayest character in He-Man. <laughs> Hello, Adam. Hello. But, uh, yeah, go check out Gleam in the Cube. Fuck, this is, like, all... Oh, I've got the power. This is, like, the best podcast we've had in a long time for random movies and a no lot of random tangents. Movies. We I mentioned mean... 13th Floor, didn't say shit about it. <laughs> Skipped right on to the next one. 13th Floor, good movie. Next. next. <laughs> totally, totally fucking epic. Well, you know what? I think it's time for our segment. Who is your daddy? And what does it do? Where we answer questions from the board. Um, we have a few here. Um, some of them are getting quite long again, guys. Little stories behind them. So uh, let's have our wonderful, sexy assistant and my place where I like to touch her boobs. <laughs> Leslie Purdy. First question, who's it from? <clears throat> First two questions are from Blaine. What are your thoughts on a live-action film noir-style reboot of the Darkwing Duck franchise a la The Dark Knight? Zombie Heath Ledger could play the insane Bushroot. Thomas Hayden Church could play the Liquidator. Dakota Fanning could play Goslin, and Seth Rogen could play Launchpad. <laughs> Launchpad was not often showing up, though, in... Uh... Oh, go ahead. I know there's more. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would this be epic or a lame duck? Pun. Oh, Blaine. Oh, with lame the puns. Duck. Lame duck. Mur, mur, mur. All right. So a Sin City film noir, Dark Knight version of Darkwing Duck, but live action. Now, live action. So Are they still anthropomorphic? So like a Darkwing Duck, but there's no ducks in it? It'd be like Howard the Duck. Everyone's just always ducking bullets. Like, they just change it to, like... Lame pun. <laughs> mur, mur, mur. Ducking bullets. You see how you did there? No? You didn't even see that pun? Oh, my God. I just called CJ out as a lame pun, and he is pissed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so, correct. Um, let's think of it like uh, Howard the Duck. So, midgets in suits created by Stan Winston um, with real-life people, I guess, uh, like uh, Leah Thompson fucking the duck, uh, which was super hot when I was a, was a kid. I always wanted to be Howard during that scene. Um, <laughs> could it work? Uh, no. 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 No, it could not. It would be a lame duck. <laughs> Although I do like Seth Rogen as Launchpad and the Quack. I'm trying he to think of more like, duck he'd puns. Like, he'd be like super raunchy, a super raunchy Launchpad. Like, that would be great. Um... Uh, Dakota Fanning, uh, she's too old now. What is she, like 14? Fuck that. We need an eight-year-old in that as, as, as Gosling. Uh, and at some point, we need um, Bushroot to rape her. If we're making it gritty. If we're going to make it gritty, we got to have some rape in there. That's film noir to you? That's film you noir is fucking rape. Rape of kids. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, CJ, CJ does not Abigail, rape for kids. CJ does not endorse CJ anything Abigail's. Rob ever says. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is a drunken, belligerent bastard. <laughs> I am not belligerent. Am I belligerent? <laughs> am, am I belligerent? I'm, I'm not belligerent. Darkwing duck. Darkwing rape. Darkwing. 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 <laughs> Darkwing rape. Darkwing rape. Better Let's watch out, you dangerous. <laughs> so, uh, Blaine, I'm sorry. Um, I could not see a live-action Darkwing duck. Inappropriate. Um, I could see a live-action DuckTales, though. Really? Dude, the Beagle Boys? Yeah. Gizmo Duck, live action Gizmo Duck. The Beastie Boys as the Beagle yeah, Boys. The Beagle Boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Intergalactic planetary. That'd be fucking epic. Next question. Uh, as a kid, did you ever think that if you were going to be in jail, your mom would bake you a pastry with an escape weapon in it? Um, courtesy of Ma Beagle. Uh, I always, I never understood how that worked. <laughs> 
Because in, in, in the show, it was always like a chainsaw sticking directly out of a cake. Mm. And like the guards are like, it looks like a tasty cake. Let me send it to your kids. <laughs> and they did it. And, of course, they got out and they wrecked havoc at the money bin and then they got thrown in jail. There's um, nothing I love better than a sugary chainsaw. Exactly. Um, but as a kid, fuck yeah, I believe that shit. I always wish if I was in jail uh, that my parents would send me a, uh, a cake filled with like, explosives. Or a, a giant cartoon bomb that's like black and round and a giant fuse sticking it out of it. says TNT on it. It says TNT. And it's made up like a cupcake <laughs> with a fuse sticking out on fire. Like yep. it's already lit. That could be actually pretty epic. Next five questions are from Brian. Do you own pink clothing? Are you masculine enough to wear the new black? Um, I don't think I own any pink clothing now, but I know I used to. Uh, I got no problems wearing it. Um, but only if there's a unicorn on the front. It's got to have a unicorn. Um, otherwise, I'm not going to rock it's it. It's got to be what? Like three sizes too small? And my collar has to be popped. <laughs> uh, and I have to have four of them on at the same time. So I got to have like four pop collars uh, and, and, and different, different shades of salmon. It's not pink, it's salmon, because it's manly color. Um, but now, no, I don't have any pink clothing now. I have pink uh, uh, underwear, but I don't think that counts, because no one sees it. Does that count? I don't know. Yeah, kind of. Kind of? Do you want to yeah. see it? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, we won't show CJ, but if you want to see my pink underwear, let me know on the forums. Next question. You can only have one type of drink, not including water, for the rest of your life. What is it? For me, honestly, if I could only have one drink, um, be beer, wouldn't it? It probably oh, would. I like me a beer. I like oh, me a Budweiser in a can, NASCAR <laughs> edition, uh, tater salad, tater <laughs> salad. Oh my God! Did you hear about fucking that guy got arrested Ron for pot? White? Yeah, really? he got arrested for like twenty grams of pot, dude. Somebody called the cops on him wow. and said that there is someone on an airplane coming with pot, and they busted Ron. Tater salad white <laughs> with like 20 grams or less of pot. Jeez. Like really stop criminals there, police officers. Stupid. What, what, what's, his, what's, his, what's his tagline? Because you know how they all have taglines? You, you know Ron White's? I have something no about idea. stupid. Yeah. Son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, no. Um, if I only have one drink the rest of my life, you know, honestly, if I had to throw my teeth rotting out, it'd be Coke in a can. I mean, over beer. I'm dead, dead serious. I can't drink Coke anymore. I know. Coke I would say Pepsi. I prefer Pepsi. This is the kid that lo- hates the Frighteners but likes Pepsi. Fuck him. Pepsi is gross. <laughs> if, am I alone? Am I, I think I'm alone here. I, I think I'm alone with the... <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Pepsi sucks. Coke is better. Another... another um, Pepsi is the choice of a new generation. Yeah, Spice Girls generation or Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 Fucking homo. <laughs> Fucking faggot. <laughs> Fucking faggot drinking Pepsi. Ron White, titter salad. Uh, no, I'd say yeah, that's a that's a nice Pepsi you got there, faggot. <laughs> Remember our idea to go to the art fair and just start calling people faggots? It's like, but buy their shit though. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I, I love this fuck. I love this sculpture. This is, you know, it really it, it epitomizes the minimalist style. But you know, I, I think I'm gonna put it right next to my deer head, faggot. Because <laughs> you gotta get it in there. Turn it around right at the end. Bam. I will, I'll, I'll bet you two hundred dollars right now. Because you gotta figure, fatty. like, you know, you give them the money, they're all happy, and then you throw that in. <laughs> what do they do? You know, are they gonna be like, "You give me that back"? My starving artist integrity is worth more. Being called a fucking faggot, <laughs> <laughs> even in like a very fake, like hillbilly voice. I go the full round, dude. Fucking, I'd have like a fucking banjo and shit slung across my back. Would be even greater if you were just dressed up like a total fucking hippie. 
You know, but then they like expect you to be like, "What's going on, man?" But talk like, that, talk like that normal until you give them the money. <laughs> and be like, on, "Just man? kidding, faggot." This, this is the greatest, greatest fucking macaroni sculpture I've ever seen, man. My that's, name is fucking Sage. You know, this is awesome. My name, my name is Sage. You guys, you guys heard Dave Matthews, man. Man, it's fucking great. I got their new album about oh, the gorge. Man, I, I can't wait to go home and put this macaroni statue up, faggot. He <laughs> <laughs> like, just fucking just right at the end. Just bam. There's a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So getting back, Coke in a can for me. Pepsi in a can Pepsi or a in bottle a can. in a can. Oh jeez. Would you want, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want bottles? Because canned Coke is the best. I hate bottled Coke. Really? Bottled Coke is gross. Canned Coke. I can't say I've had a bottle in a long time. Mean like plastic or glass? Oh, if I'm I get the glass, glass bottle. bottle. What the fuck do you get glass? You going to Mexico to get your fucking Pepsi? This is a place where you have one drink to drink for the rest of your life, and it's whatever you want. They might have well, if it's, Pepsi if, in a fucking well, bottle. Well, then I want Coke in a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Coke enema. a fucking gold-plated bottle then. <laughs> it says pimp. <laughs> With an F at the end? Is, I'm pimp. This says big C. <laughs> nice. Next question. Okay, I'm going to repeat that this is from Brian because I do not like what he is implying here. Uh, why do the twins suck so bad? Is it because they're from Minnesota? Um, burr, 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 baseball, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, the twins suck. Uh, they don't suck. Uh, Leslie's giving me the fucking dirty eye if I say that they that they suck. I, I won't get laid. They are the best team in the league. Um, they put the mad touchdowns on the field. Um, and uh, I love David Beckham as the pitcher. Um, go only, Twins! I would only go to a baseball game for Dome Dog. That, I got sick off of that. Did you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, it was that in the beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, baseball. Mur, mur, mur. Next question. And speaking about you not knowing anything about baseball, Rob, how many frames are in a baseball game? Good question. There are no frames in a baseball game. Apparently, I said this during one of our podcasts. Frames really? are in bowling, but I think I said it as a joke. Even, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I, there are nine. I, there are never because yeah. we both play baseball video games. Oh yeah, totally. So I get all my knowledge. Yeah. Uh, Base Wars, the Nintendo, I was robots. Hello. Yeah. Cool. Um, there are nine innings, innings in a baseball game, unless Except it goes in into wars, OT. In Base Wars, there's space innings. They are space innings. Is it OT overtime or extra extra innings? It goes into extra innings after nine after. Uh, I don't. We're not sportscast. We're not a sportscast. Ichiro is the best pitcher, uh, and I love David Beckham as the uh, center fielder for the Twins. Next question. CJ, in your opinion, who is the greatest rapper? Rob, you are welcome to uh, chime in here, but Shaggy, too dope, does not qualify. <laughs> Ooh, bird! Spraying Fago on your bitch ass, foo. Best rapper. Jesus. That's, See, this is good, good, good question, Brian. Well, uh, we'll fill up like twenty minutes here in the podcast with the best rapper discussion. I know that's really fucking hard. You go first. Who do you think? No, no, you go first because you are God the rap it. connoisseur. If you did not hear, we had uh, MC Glumgold up on the program today. He stopped in for a bit and uh, and did a little intro for us. Uh, um, but uh, I think CJ likes MC Glumgold. But who would you consider like the best rapper out there, man? That's a tough question. That's hard because there's and so many different styles. If you have a few of them, go for it. Go for it. If you, have a few of, if you have styles, even better. So, yeah, so if you some can save, of my I'm, favorites. Yeah, go for it. I, okay, so I love the Minnesota hip-hop scene. Uh, so I'm definitely going to say uh, Slug from Atmosphere. Except new stuff, not so good. Albums like Lucy Ford and uh, uh, God Loves Ugly are 
both really fucking good. Uh, I also love me some Wu-Tang, and uh, I'd say ODB is pretty fucking badass in Wu-Tang, so is Method Man. Uh, but yeah, shit, I don't know. There's <laughs> so, so many to choose from. Uh, Goddamn. Um... Uh, Niles Barkley isn't really rap, though. He's not rap. Yeah, I appreciate you trying to help. <laughs> Rob leaves to help. me hanging here. I'm like, oh, God. Um, well, okay. I don't know who you were just talking about. Minnesota. So I mentioned I'm sorry, I had to grab a beer. I love mentioned Slug from Atmosphere. Idea. I idea. Higher specs. I do like Idea. I don't know if I'd put him better than Slug. Brother Ali. Just because there's a lack of material from Idea out there. Brother really. Ali. Brother, I'm not a big fan. Really? No. Oh, dude, I gotta get props, Brother Ali. I love his style, and I love the beats he uses with the... I doesn't don't. Ant do his beats? I, that's or the thing is, do... I really dislike his style and the beats. Oh, really? And, oh, wow. Because I thought I'd like it, and I got uh, the Undisputed Truth or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was not really digging it, because it's just like... I don't like Ant's new production. I like the old stuff he was doing better when it was more simple. Yeah, I get that. Before I get they that. got but big, you gotta you know, like, turntable stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, the rhyme sayers. Yeah, I don't like all his new stuff where it's all just like all these jazzy samples and just like just not my thing. Well, I mean, if I have to go for the okay, so CJ's the connoisseur. Doctor Octagon, is fucking awesome. Nice fucking so call. I'll Dr. pull that out. Nice of the call, fucking hat because nice uh, he's known as many fucking different names. Doctor Octagon. That's also known as Cool Keith, right? Uh, don't look at me, man. This is all you. So yeah. this is all CJ if he's fucking up. He's got a fucking billion different like identities and shit. But yeah, that shit's really good. Um, it's been a long time since I listened to it. but uh, I'm going to throw out the easy ones for me. The ones that I used to jam out to a long time ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Nas, early Nas. Beastie Boys. I'm going to fucking throw Beastie Boys out there. Specifically, uh, I fucking think MCA Paul's is Boutique. fucking awesome. Paul's Boutique is my favorite album by them. They have not MCA, I love his new... He's got like such a raspy voice now. I don't know if it's like from smoking or what, but he sounds fucking like all hoarse all the time now. I think he sounds like awesome. He sounds See, even better than he used to. I'm gonna have to go with the old school for me. This way, because I don't listen, to, I don't listen to hip hop that much anymore. It's just, it's just, uh, I'm not exposed to it enough. I'm more of my punk metal shit. It's just kind of what I've gone back to. Um, but back in the day, I did, I was, I was known to bump in my '94 Mustang with the uh, kick-ass six by nines and my twenty twin twins, uh, little Nas, early Nas, um, Method Man solo, uh, ODB, yeah, uh, Raekwon. I, I actually, I actually preferred. Okay, I love Thirty Six Chambers or uh, whatever, but I actually loved. I actually liked their solo projects a hell of a lot more. I was a yeah, more. I was really a huge fan stuff. of ODB, aka Liquid Big Baby Swords. Jesus. Liquid Swords is a great album. I did not like when the Wu Tang came back with Killer Bees. That shit fucking annoyed me. I was like, this is weak. But you gotta give it up to to Dre, uh, Easy E, uh, Old School NWA, Snoop Dogg, yep. Nate Dogg. Warren G Dog. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I fucking I loved. Uh, I mean, if we're gonna go with easy picks. I love for me, Doc, I mean, old Dr. Dre stuff too. Definitely. I mean, now it's like I've heard anything that stuff before so the Chronic 2000. Hard to listen to now, but yeah, yeah it's just, I wasn't I, a fan of Chronic 2000 yeah. or whatever. The Chronic yeah. was seminal in my growing up, though. My uncle slipped me a copy of that when I was young, and I had to listen to it uh, without my parents knowing. And I yeah. was definitely like, "Holy, what is this? This is uh, the beats <laughs> to it." I mean, it, it got me into a lot of like uh, uh, George Clinton. Got me into a lot of the stuff that I used to listen to, and still occasionally do, yeah. but. Uh, he definitely opened up the doors, you know, for me. Yeah, um, if you would be like uh, Binary Star, if you ever heard of them, they're good. And uh, shit, there's lots of fucking POS is good. Another Minnesota one. Piece of shit. <laughs> what, yeah. what does it stand for? I, I think it does. Piece yeah. of shit. POS. Yeah. Does it stand for piece of shit? As far as I know. Oh really? No, I mean, I, I mean his, I mean the group. So like they named themselves Piece of Shit. 
I know POS I, stands for piece of I shit. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Okay. I'm just know. like, it's like, you're, it's like maybe one of them are actually like, dude, man, this fucking CJ kid who thinks he's fucking MC Glumgold said, <laughs> you guys are a piece of shit. <laughs> and then pretty soon you get like a new album and like they're calling need. you out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I change my name every time. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, honestly. It's hard um, for me to pick one because I like all different. There's so many different styles. Grave diggers. Yeah, the the horror that the one Russell Simmons back in the day was like, dude, I got the new fucking hit thing, horrorcore, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have my fucking my proteges hanging from a noose in a tree rapping. But uh, Grave Diggers for me, one eight hundred suicide. That beat is one of my favorite beats of all time. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm one of the few people who's like, you know, I I can listen to like you a know, lot. Biggie and like uh, Tupac and stuff, Biggin but Rich. it's really not anywhere on my like top, you know, hip hop like, people. So. Yeah, yeah. California love. That's, a, that's my <laughs> remake. All right. Next question. Next question is from Ari. How did the Disney afternoon cartoons work? Gummy bears were talking and had talking animals and humans. DuckTales only had talking animals. Rescue Rangers had animals and humans. And Tailspin and Darkwing Duck were animals only. What kind of fucked up world was Disney trying to create? Um, I think Disney was really trying to create a furry-only world, um, but they uh, kind of had hit and misses there. Uh, it's funny that you bring that up. Uh, is one of the next questions about wearing clothes in the um, uh, in the Disney world? Was that kind of one of them, sort of? Okay, who is that from? Okay, so Blaine, that was basically like, uh, what was the deal with half the cl- people, half the animals in Disney wearing clothes, and some of them didn't? You know, I think it's a very fine line you got you got to go because if you just have like normal cartoons like Mickey Mouse and Pluto and all that bullshit, all right, you can kind of put them in some weird alternate reality. But then you had like Darkwing Ducks and the Ducktales where it was like our reality, but it was like Sliders. Everyone's it was Sliders duck. World, yeah. Or there are beagles. They're all but sometimes it'd be animals. other things, yeah, yeah. But like you said, you had Rusty Greener with humans, you know, and you had some of them with you know in Gummy Bears with humans. Um, I always honestly preferred the cartoons without humans. Like I like I like I like I like my animals just all animals that we're talking. It always jarred me as humans. Um, I have to say though that uh, one of the things that got me into um, fishnets and uh, leg foot fetishes was uh, Nanny from Muppet Babies because you only you, <laughs> only you only ever saw you only ever saw I was like not her knees. That nanny from Muppet Babies. Well, no, I don't want to fuck Nanny, but I'm just saying like when you're watching that show, the only humans you really would see would be her knees down with those striped tights, man. Hell yeah, dude! Goth chicks. That was that was that was fucking. Did you put this barrier from up your knees up, please? Because of this fetish. Exactly. Could you just wear like green and white tights, please, and uh, and call me Baby Kermit? She didn't even call him Baby. They were just like Kermit and Piggy and Gonzo, and mm-hmm. they always did like fucking movie stuff. I always liked that. Yeah, well, they like splice in the real footage, and that was really fucked up, like stock footage of like <laughs> or Star Wars and shit. Phantom yeah, of the Star Opera. Wars, yeah. I mean, they did all kinds of shit in that show. That's right, they did. My favorite episode. I know this is totally getting off topic of the question. Sorry, Ari. My favorite episode of Muppet Babies was when Scooter got sick. And they were trying to get Scooter better, so they, like they they it was kind of like an inner space, but with Muppet Babies, and, like they're flying oh, around inside of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, man. I remember the, the only ones I I can't say I have a favorite one because I don't remember that many. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. where they had to like clean the house. I think there was like a Indiana Jones clip with the, the Gonzo boulder. is. Yep, like, yep, yeah. yep, yep. See, and that's the kind of thing we've talked about plenty of times before. Is like those cartoons. I'm not saying they're timeless. But they didn't treat kids like idiots. They were clever, yeah. And they didn't treat kids like idiots. I mean, no, I mean, I might not be able to watch episodes now, but I, I'd much rather show like my little nephews those cartoons than like Yu-Gi-Oh 
I mean, I'm just, I know you like anime, but I don't think you're a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh, correct? You're more a fan of, like, the Naruto's, which I'm still I going through. I my fair share of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> did you collect, did you have the card battler no. on your hand? No, I don't, I don't know any Like, cards. you come over here like, hey, CJ, ready for podcast? Oh, my eye, why did you shoot a card at my face? I've, I've Duel. Watched, I've watched the first couple seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh. Seasons? They're seasons. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, the first two, and then it, it starts getting bad after that, if you can consider it bad. It's the same thing over and over again. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how a lot of anime is. <laughs> it's just like, you've seen one, you've seen them all. And if you have no attention span like me, that's how it works. You know, you're familiar. But to go back to Ari's question, I think Disney in the uh, late, mid-80s, early 90s really had a mark on kids' cartoons. They were decently made. They were entertaining. Uh, Tailspin was never my favorite. I always wanted to sky surf, though. I like Tailspin. Um, I, I was more of a fan of DuckTales um, and Darkwing. Those were my two uh, my, like my two favorites. I like Darkwing. I like Darkwing. Uh, Did I say Duckwing? Or no, say I said Duckwing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I like Darkwing. I like Tailspin, definitely. Uh, but yeah, oh, it's, it's usually um, no pants for most of the ducks. Yeah. And characters in, uh, like, Baloo had just, like, a pilot's... Like jacket and, and like a hat. shirt and a hat. And Kit just had a sweater. And Kit had a well, sweater. Well, my dude, you're a, a fucking. Hat, what, I'm like, Kit, why are you a bear? Was Kit a baby bear? And the chick who I think was Rebecca, yeah. who owned Hire for Hire. And she had like suit. She had like a like a pantsuit. She had like a pantsuit. She had like a Barbara Streisand pantsuit. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, basically, Con wore a full suit. And then I remember Fat Cat from Rescue Rangers. Okay, at this point, we're just, at this the, point, we're just mechanic. naming characters. Who was the mechanic? I don't know. The, the mechanic snake? who looked just like. Uh, Shere Khan. I have no idea. There's one episode where they switch places, trading places style. Awesome. It's like wife swap. <laughs> wife swap, tailspin style. Watch what happens. Baloo goes into a hardcore hard Christian be, household. I never realized how hard it is to be a mechanic. <laughs> I, you know, I used to really hate all the you know workers who were lower than me in my. But now I have a newfound respect for them. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. They were doing some fucked up shit, guy. I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure there are some a studio exec like, all right. We gotta put a shirt on this guy, but then we can have this guy with no pants. It's fine. It's cartoons. I'd much rather watch those than the drivel that is out now. Uh, next question. Okay, the next qu two questions are also from Ari. What the fuck is wrong with Pluto? He's a dog just like Goofy, but is he retarded or something? You know, that is weird because they... Okay, cause, I cause, seem to remember that from something. Because Goofy is a bipedal fucking goofster. Who dealt with Pete in the uh, awesome show Goof Troop? What the fuck is that question from, though? It's from a movie. Is it? Yeah. Ari, are you fucking cribbing from Wait, fucking. What was, what was the question again? It was, uh, what's the fuck. Babe, what's the question again? Say it to me real quick. Oh, god damn it. That's from. That's like a fucking. That's totally a quote from a movie, and I can't fucking think of what movie it is. It's from a movie about God. Pluto. No, it's from, like, you know, where they're just, like, referencing. It's like, it's like Quentin Tarantino's one of his speeches, like, What's up with fucking like a virgin? She wanted fucking dick, 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 from Stand By Me. Ah. Remember when they're, like, it's like, so Minnie's a mouse, and Donald's a duck. What the fuck is Goofy? Remember nice. That? Yes, I do. Can't believe I pulled that out of my fucking Jesus brain. As soon as I heard Christ. that, I'm like, I recognize that. CJ. Lollipop, lollipop, oh, lollipop, I just remember lollipop. the fucking story with the guy. Cedar <laughs> just took his finger in his mouth, and uh, it was quite sexual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Here it is, Gordy. All right, all right. Mickey's a mouse. Don's a dog. Pluto's a dog. What's Goofy? Uh, yeah, and Teddy, who was uh, played by. Uh, 
Corey Feldman. <laughs> Goofy's a dog. He's definitely a dog. He can't be a dog. He drives a car and wears a hat. And then, yeah, so they, they don't actually answer that point. question. That's a strong argument. Um, you know, Pluto, I, I just think uh, I never liked Pluto. He was always getting Mickey in trouble. He was kind of a douchebag. Uh, at least Goofy had Max. Cannon. Can't trust that guy. No, you can't. He's kind of like Riggs. He's shifty. He's kind of like Riggs and Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Pluto uh, tried to kill himself. Like one minute he's helping you out, next minute he's like hitting you with a ladder or something. <laughs> Just taking you down a notch. Uh, all right. Next question. The Rock and Vin Diesel, two beef slabs that rarely get utilized properly. They could be great action stars, but instead we get more pacifiers and the game plans than rundowns or pitch black. So how would you guys utilize these two in their full, to their fullest kick, ass-kicking extent? Uh, I apologize for Leslie and her uh, tripping up there. She's uh, been drinking quite heavily tonight. Uh, absolute vodka is her choice. Uh, I'd have to say I would want to see uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock uh, ass-to-ass in Record for a Dream 2. More ass-to-ass. Uh, no, honestly, we've talked about this. Uh, I'm a huge, I, I have a huge hard-on for The Rock as an action star. He has not, you're correct, he has not been utilized correctly. Uh, Southland Tales, he was the best part in it. The movie sucked. Uh, Rundown, he was epic in it. Vin Diesel, uh, The Chronicles of Riddick, Pitch Black. Uh, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of that universe. Um, it's too bad that uh, uh, David couldn't uh, write a little bit more coherent script. Um, but, you, you know, at this point, I really, the thing is with action stars these days, is we don't have action stars like when we grew up. We don't have the Schwarzeneggers and the Stallones where so it's like, want them, go America. It's like so the you'd Bourne want movies. them in a go America action, you like, need, balls to the wall movie? You need, like, Or fucking, would you want them to prove their acting chops and have them play, like, completely against their stereotype in, like, Revenge of the Nerds remake? Um, seeing fucking The Rock as Skullnick uh, <laughs> would be fucking epic. Uh, 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 Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Lambda, lambda, lambda. How'd That'd you be... break your leg in a chess accident? In a chess, <laughs> doing a chess move. It was a very complicated move. Uh, no, honestly, I I would love to see. I would love to grow up in an alternate reality where the '80s. I grew up seeing the Rock as Schwarzenegger. Uh, I mean, honestly, let's just do uh, uh, Commando instead of Schwarzenegger. It's the Rock, just blowing shit up. Uh, instead of uh, instead of Rambo, it's uh, uh, Vin Diesel, uh, fucking shit up. Um, the problem is, is that those types of movies don't really exist anymore. Uh, I mean, if you really think about it, we have action movies, but they're not so much like I'm an American killing like thousands of, except for the new Rambo flick, uh, killing thousands of unnamed, Vin Diesel uh, and The Rock in a remake of No Holds Barred. I'd rather the see The Rock as Zeus, Vin Diesel as Hulk Hogan. Oh my God, that would actually be pretty good. I would love to see. Uh, I would love to see uh, The Rock uh, as uh, 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 Sly Stallone in Over the Top. The, the best movie about arm wrestling the world has ever seen, uh, where he's Hawk. <laughs> he's Hawk, and he has a little preppy school kid whose uh, grandfather is Robert Loggia. <laughs> and he's just, he always talks in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I don't think they're movies. I'll, I mean, the problem is, is that we don't really have those types of action movies. Maybe they can be Rocksteady and Bebop in the new live action. Uh, that got shot Ninja down. Got it's, shot not, down. it's not live action. It's, it's supposed to be CG, CG Turtles live action humans. Uh, that's not good. I say fuck it. Let's go with Jeff's idea from the forums. Let's do a Beowulf style. All motion captured uh, uh, and, and rotoscoped. Um, Fuck it. That's how you're going to do it. Do it that way. Uh, but that would Fucking be pretty dark funny. film noir style where, like, Raphael's got a heroin problem. Oh, my God. Leonardo's raping Donatello. <laughs> Why is someone always going to be raped? Got, everybody has to get raped, okay? Because that is what starts the revenge part of the movie. Somebody gets raped, and then somebody has revenge. Wow. 
I'm sorry. That's where my mind goes. I want to see Leonardo rape Are you just waiting for someone to rape you so you can get revenge? Well, I mean, you kind of. <laughs> I already have my whole plan. I already got. I already got all my my weapons. Uh, my weapons planned. You're uh, a sick man. No, but I wouldn't mind seeing uh, like Baxter Stockman rape uh, Leonardo, and then <laughs> Baxter Stockman. <laughs> the Mousers are holding Leonardo down. <laughs> the Mousers can't hold anybody. They have the no Mousers arms. Mousers can hold fucking dude. They got those sharp ass teeth. That's true. And they Maybe can hold Leonardo that. down. It's like you really thought like, about this, have you? Dude, I have. It's like Deliverance. It's like squeal, turtle you squeal. You my fan fiction. Fuck <laughs> my slash fiction. Uh, I don't know. Did you read? Did you happen to read my? Uh, we were talking about the live action turtles, uh, and uh, somebody had mentioned what happens if, like, let's give it to a, a director like Rob Zombie's uh, Teenage Mutant, his his remake. All right, so I'm gonna read an excerpt for the people that uh, don't check out their boards, which you really should. It's a nice it way to take place in the South, like instantly. It's, uh, They're all it's, Southern uh, turtles wearing like kind of like hillbilly <clears throat> rock gear. You know, that's kind of pretty much where I was going. But uh, here, I'll do a little. This is this is my extent of my script writing. Interior, dirty trailer. Porn magazines are strewn about. Dirty dishes are piled up in the sink. Entire trailer has a hazy look to it, thanks to the nicotine-stained walls. We see an older woman passed out on the couch with dead vomit on her muumuu. Interior, boy's bedroom. A boy is wearing a tinfoil mask. His walls are covered in 80s rock posters, such as Poison, Winger, Bon Jovi. Unskinny Bop is blaring in the background. He is staring into his mirror, holding his pet turtle. Now, the boy is Orokusaki. <laughs> you have been sentenced to death. Any last words? Close up on a turtle. The boy starts to methodically tear off the shell all while laughing. Blood spurts up on his face. We zoom into his smile. Musical, musical sting. Title explodes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A film by Rob Zombie. <laughs> well, I think that'd be epic. Like, really fucking, quick cuts. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. So he's like, unskinny bop. And he's like and ripping off the turtle shell. <laughs> then Dragula starts. And then there's the credit sequence. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't even know where the questions... What, what question? What do we start on? How did I get to, like, fucking Baxter Stockman raping Leonardo? Where does that come from? That comes from your inner child, Rob. Jesus That's where Christ. that comes from. And he's crying out for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. More therapy, less alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> My therapy is the podcast. Uh, but no, fuck it. Let's see the Rat King in a gangbang with Baxter Stockman. Rat King. The, dude. He's too busy making soda pop bombs. Dude, it's Christopher Walken as the Rat King. The <laughs> rats. soda pop bombs. <laughs> in the sewers. They love the pizza. I think I could maybe throw a soda pop bomb when they're all sitting around that table eating pizza. That'd be fucking epic. Uh, I honestly don't remember. Oh, it started with The Rock and Vin Diesel. <laughs> Being Rocksteady and Bebop. Bebop. Uh, which I so think the, would be epic, too. Which would be epic. So yeah. the answer to the question is, yes, they are awesome. Um, but I do, like you said, I think they try to pick different roles because they don't want to be shoehorned in that. Fuck that. Schwarzenegger and Stallone were shoehorned into that for like a good decade, and they came out fine for the most part. I mean, there's some awesome movies in there. Um, but you know what? I mean, Riddick was supposed to be his fucking awesome opus. Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel's back for that. I did like him in that. Um, but I really think we're past the American rah-rah-rah um, because now instead of having Vin Diesel or The Rock in it, we have John Cena uh, as the, <laughs> the Marine. Yeah. Uh, which which was actually decent because it had Robert Patrick in it. Uh, yeah. It's always nice seeing uh, the son of... Uh, 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 of the filter lead singer, uh, sort of Butch Patrick. <laughs> yes, yes, from from, <laughs> from the, the monsters. monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Next, <laughs> oh my god, 
Oh my god. Have Quentin Tarantino bring back the monsters. Oh my god. Rob Zombie's the monsters. And Butch pa- and, and, and what, what was his name in the monsters? What was, who did Butch Patrick play? Like fucking grandpa's got like severed heads downstairs. Like, Herman's raping Butch Patrick. Everybody's gotta have rape. Uh, Next question. Sickening. <laughs> Next four questions are from Russ. Before his passing, did James Brown or did he not resemble an old Blackanese lady? James <laughs> Blackanese. Uh, yes, he, he in fact did. Uh, uh, the Godfather of Soul. He was uh, like really bloated. Like his face like exploded like a fucking California was, raisin. Was, he was. <laughs> he looked like the guy playing the trumpet. Ridiculous. Oh my God. Next question. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, uh, uh, yeah, CJ, Calvin Raisin. Next question. What was the most difficult impersonation Siege has done and favorite, and has he ever used his power for good or evil? Ooh. All right, so what was your hardest? Is that the first part? What was your, what was your most difficult one to perform? I think, unsu- well, I think fairly unsuccessfully, I once at work tried to perform in... What was it an Australian Bill Cosby doing an impression of somebody else? I forget. It was like three impressions in one. Can you give us a little like, taste of something like that, maybe? No, I can't. Come that on, that's one I can never do. You've heard me do a billion other ones. Try an Australian Bill Cosby once. <laughs> can you try? It's funny. You said it was your worst one, and you're obviously working on it. It'd be funny to hear, kind of, so I can get it in my head. It'd <laughs> be nice to have it. I know. I'm. Hey, I'm sorry. This is all Russ. There you go, Russ. Australian Bill Cosby and scene. Good day, baby. <laughs> Epic. Got the jello pudding pops down under. Might. Might. <laughs> I just like the extra might. Uh, that's good. Uh, so, what was your favorite impression? What's your favorite, most favorite impression? The, I think I know. Uh, <laughs> it's not like I like, like known for my impressions where I started doing the podcast. I just thought it would I, be, I, I was saying my, one of my you other, keep like goading me on to do it more and more. I was saying so one of the other I'm, podcasts like, you just sit at home. Here. You just sit at home in front of the mirror, mm-hmm. like all right, I'm gonna practice this, <laughs> and then and then we at Rob's, and I'm gonna be like, you know what, Rob? I just had this great idea, and then you just bust out, and I'm like, that's epic, dude. Yeah, right off the cuff, I just don't even try, but you're actually practicing for hours in front of a mirror, <laughs> like Jim Carrey style. I think I think walking is fun to do because it's easy to just like just talk like as him like it's, it's the cadence yeah just throw the cadence in there that's what that's, that's what I think you David Bowie's harder because it's harder to like the say certain things like in that sing songy voice like it's my really only in the movie the labyrinth my entire part. impression is really the part of labyrinth where. Uh, like Jennifer Connelly meets David Bowie, you know, and they're like having the conversation about, yeah. you've got to get to my castle to save your brother. Yeah. And that's pretty much like that part where Bowie's talking to her. Because that's when he says things in that certain Bowie style. Like, you've got to get to my labyrinth. <laughs> All right, what was the last part of that, uh, babe? Uh, favorite, difficult. Have you ever used it for good or evil? Have you ever called someone? Or done it? <laughs> Have you ever gotten on a parking ticket by doing I just, a walk-in? I just randomly call people like, "Hey, douchebag is walking. <laughs> I don't like you, and I think you should go fuck yourself." You don't even need a Click. soundboard. <laughs> like, I'll be able to do prank calls with like Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboards. You just call this is people not a up. Soundboard. I don't know if you think that's what I'm doing. This is it's actually really walking. <laughs> it's actually Christopher walking. I'm getting kind of old and senile. I just hit random numbers on my phone. <laughs> Somehow I got you 
You douchebag. <laughs> just like, yeah, just fucking walking calling someone a douchebag. And the guy on the other phone is like, why did Christopher Walken just call me a douchebag? What did I do? Hold on. I got a friend here. I wants to say something to you. This is David Bowie. <laughs> I'm from the movie Labyrinth. And you're a douchebag. You remind me of the babe. Click. Click. Next question. Next question. Is there a chance that Smell-O-Vision will ever make a comeback? If it were to be fully realized Smell-O-Vision, what film or TV show would be the best suited for it? Which would be the worst? You ready for a fucking off-topic tangent this is going to spring into? Got it. That I would have never thought of if it wasn't for this question. Thank you, Russ. The movie Matinee. John Goodman. John Goodman. I fucking love the giant ant. Love that movie. I love that movie. Yep. Okay, where's your tangent at? I, I just, oh, I just been a fucking long. <laughs> fucking, think, remember that smell of vision? Like, fuck John Goodman. They fuck like, that fat ass <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> in matinee. Fuck him and fuck Roseanne Barr. No, but like nobody's ever seen that movie. Every time I ask somebody, like no one remembers that movie. Oh, I love that movie. Well. And it had like the whole Cold War thing and like yeah, the bomb had the Cold War thing. And, and remember the uh, the Ant Man? Mm-hmm. And they had the kid in the costume yep. like, run out and scare people and the shocking seats and stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I, I do. I'm with you. I love that flick, dude. It's uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but that's a Joe Dante flick, and it's totally awesome. Recommended. Fuck yeah. By the podcast. Um, but for best smell of vision, so if I could watch a movie and have a card to scratch at certain scenes, um, Requiem for a Dream next. Yeah, exactly. Ass to ass. Be like, oh god, Jennifer Connelly's ass is so good. <laughs> so fucking predictable. <laughs> no, I was Jesus. gonna say that. I was gonna say seven. Really? For each one of the sloth and everything. <laughs> Like, mmm, smells like pine needles. Oh, it smells like spaghetti barf. Oh my god, it smells like blood and flesh. Um, but for the worst, uh, uh, from the worst smell-o-vision movie ever, um, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, you imagine smelling rotting flesh the entire movie with occasional, like, when they get the, at the co- the remake. <coughs> the remake, and you know, you have, like, the coffee bar part, like, mmm, vanilla frappuccino. And it's just, like, rotting flesh and sewage. Any zombie movie, I think, if we're really gonna do that kind of stuff, I don't think I could deal with that. That's true. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. But uh, you know, another good one, uh, another good bad smell-o-vision movie um, uh, uh, might have to be. I'm trying to, you know, I think good smell-o-vision movie would be Half Baked. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. Dogma with the shit monster would be a bad one. The Golgotha. <laughs> uh, that would that would not be good. Uh, I would like to see Half Baked with good smell-o-vision. Like, Mr. Nice Guy be like, hell yeah, Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> nice. Nice. I can't really think of, like, any horrible things like Dawn of the Dead where you're just spilling, like, a billion dead bodies. Yeah, I mean, is there anything in, hell in, in sewage? Men at Work. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, the first sewage movie you think of. It is, man. Uh, Charlie Sheen Emilio Estes. Charlie. Charlie. Guys, where <laughs> are we? <laughs> Next question. What is your favorite type of cost? Vanilla Ice Holocaust, Zombie Holocaust, Tantric Holocaust, Midget Holocaust, Mutant Holocaust, Breakdance Holocaust, Cannibal Holocaust, Hermaphro Holocaust, Steven Seagal, Steven, Steven Steven Holocaust. <laughs> no, that's just Steven Seagalocaust. <laughs> Robot Holocaust, the dyslexic favorite Han Solo cost or something else. The podcast is not the same thing. It is a title, not a reference to the termination of something, so it is null and void. Exactly. The Holocaust. Good job, babe. That was good. I like Steven Seagalocaust. <laughs> that is pretty great. Hans, yeah. Hans Holocaust. I like that. Hans Holocaust <laughs> shot first. Uh, 
my favorite uh my favorite cost uh would have to be uh zombie Z- well, zombie holocaust, cannibal holocaust. That's my favorite cost. Mm, okay. Uh, minus the part where they kill the turtle for real. I, I do not like seeing uh, live uh, turtle, uh, live animal deaths. Uh, unless it's my re- reimagining of tur- TMNT, Rob Zombie style. Um, yeah, I see cannibal holocaust. My favorite cost. Steven Seagal cost is good. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, with Steven Seagal. Jean Claude Van Damme cost <laughs> uh, would be epic. Uh, Jeff Fahey cost. Uh, fuck it, let's just start. That's our new thing now. Uh, that'd be great. Steve Gutenberg cost. I mean, you can't even do that. But I, I like Steven Seagal cost. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so Russ, for me, I have to say, Cannibal Holocaust is my favorite cost, uh, and yours would be Steven Seagal cost. You think? Ron Holocaust. Ron Holocaust. Ron <laughs> oh my God, Barack Obama cost. <laughs> we are not political. That is no way endorsing either political candidate. We don't get into that field. Sarah Holocaust. Sarah Holocaust. <laughs> I'm a hockey man. <laughs> man. Hockey man. Hockey man. Next. <laughs> Next question. Next question is from Anti Screech. The Fahey versus the. Tr- what was it? Trejo. 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 Uh, who would win and why? Well, if we're looking at Jeff Fahey versus Danny Trejo, honestly, I, we, we respect the Fahey. We love the Fahey. Danny Trejo would mop the floor with the Fahey. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff Fahey. But I'd like to think that Fahey would be smart enough with his lawnmower man smarts to not ever get in a fucking like fist fight. With Danny Trejo. Yeah. Without He's his like machete. lawnmower man powers exactly. or fucking the helicopter to fly away. Because Machete something. would fuck Jeff Fahey's wife and daughter. <laughs> and he did. We saw that in the trailer. Where's my wife and daughter? They're getting boned. <laughs> by machete. By machete. <laughs> oh, I hope that machete movie is good. Oh, I hope they actually fully make, and I hope it's not just Robert Rodriguez pulling a Tarantino saying, I'm going to make the Vega Brothers movie. You wait. Okay, it's been 20 years. I'm going to make it an anime. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see an anime. Give me machete the movie. No, but I don't make it, it like the trailer. Anime. Have Cheech Marin in it. Yo. Have Jeff Fahey in it. Danny Trejo. And just have it awesome 80s style grindhouse like you did with Planet Terror. Mm-hmm. Totally. With the cuts and the scratches and the different, you know, the different missing parts of the film. Planet Terror I, is brilliant. Um, anybody who says that movie sucked, well, fuck you, you don't get it. Exactly, and, and f- even though CJ hates the Frighteners, we both fully agree on Planet Terror. Great I love movie. that flick. Oh. I love it. It's what it was, and it's what it needs to if be. If you can't stomach the gore, you can't stomach the gore. Whatever. Some people can't. Dude, it's got the, bro- it's got the like Brolin it. Acost in it. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's true. Fucking Brolin. Playing yeah. W coming up in Oliver Stone's. But w. you gotta like the grindhouse style of it. Like that's just brilliant. Yeah, so. I mean it worked out perfectly. So uh, we would definitely have to say, sorry, Fahey, we love, we respect you. Yo. Trejo, if he came near you, he would kick the living snot out of you. Because the podcast is for reals. <laughs> like we don't, we don't, you know. Dude, shell we're out. fucking, we're fucking for cereal. Shell out for anybody. No, we're fucking for cereal. Next question and last question for this episode. Next question and last question is from Nathan. What happened to Charlie Sheen's face? <laughs> lots of coke, lots of whores. See, he, he's also kind of the California raisin look going on. Kind of. I've been. Uh, I've been he's actually, getting there. Like, give I, him another like twenty years. You know what's sad this week? Uh, I, I, I wasn't super tan. I wasn't feeling good this week and kind of in a bad mood and just was just I need something on the TV while I was doing my shit and uh, because it's always on. Two and a half men in the background. <laughs> And I did laugh at it once. I feel I felt dirty. Yeah, I, I went. I went into the bathtub and had hot water on me <laughs> while I took a plunger to my mouth, trying to get that b- dirty taste in my mouth. <clears throat> the little fat kid who's not funny at all in that uh, the half of the man in the show said something about he had to ask George Washington 
if he had crashed George Washington, five questions, what would they be? And it all revolved around zombies. Yeah. I mean, it was a well, little... You know the really sad thing? Did you see that episode? I watched that exact same episode. This week? <laughs> and I, yeah, this yes. week. Yes. Uh, I, got, I got sucked into it somehow, or I'm, like, <laughs> sitting there watching it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, that's so fucking... That's, that's, that's how we good. wrote the podcast. Oh, it, it's truth. We're giving you some truth, but it's not... It's not truth that I'm proud of. No, I'm, I don't. No, not, yeah. not, not not at all. Um, but the zombie thing was funny. Like, how would you rise up with your zombie army and you know, and, and zombie George Washington? <laughs> what was the wooden teeth one? There was a. Uh, could oh, you God. bite through human flesh with wooden, wooden teeth, teeth or something yep. like that? Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, I had to give it props for that. But then in that same episode, I believe they ripped off the Simpsons with leaving that little fat kid uh, outside of soccer practice. Yep, that was totally a Simpsons <laughs> rip off. That was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but what happened to his face? Uh, lots of whores, lots of coke, um, and now Living at this point, and at this point now, he makes so much money off that shitty two and a half men show. He doesn't have to do anything. He could quit now, and it's still going, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I'm like what the eightieth oh, season. Seriously? It feels like it's like Who a non fucking bullshit? stop. It's horrible. Yes. So having his face. The only thing I think I hate more than that is like new episodes of Scrubs, like the la- the latter seasons where it's a fucking. Like Looney Tunes cartoon, basically, is what you're watching. Yeah. Everything's a dream sequence, and everything's sped up or slowed down. What pissed me off is that, uh, yeah, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you. T- First g- couple seasons, funny. Yeah, no, Last Zach Braff seasons, was fine. I, I, I loved, I loved uh, the dude from uh, Clueless. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Turk. Turk. Well, I mean, yeah. his name in the show, and Sarah Chalky's fucking hot. And I did. I actually bought. There was a time when me and Leslie got into that show, Season watching one, reruns. Great. Season two, great. I went out and bought DVDs. The I last, actually had seasons, and I'm like, I can't. The last few seasons, or well, I say, just the first couple were good. But it John C. McGinley so is ridiculous. awesome in it. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love his doctor. Like, I mean, and that's the guy who played California in fucking Fight Club. And I mean, he was yeah. He's been in all kinds of '80s awesome and '90s movies mm-hmm. that just yeah, bit totally. parts. Yeah, it's I've a seen badass. Lots of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He's one of those actors. If you don't know his name, you know his face. You're like, it's that guy. That Office space? Yeah, yeah, he was one of the bobs. One of the bobs. Yeah, yeah. So what is it you say you do here? <laughs> uh, well, shit. Speaking of Office Space, I was on a forum earlier this week. I believe it might have been Chud. I don't know. I came up that some dude watched Office Space for the first time. Thought it was stupid. Yeah, I thought it sucked. Didn't think it was funny. He's like, I worked in an office. Mur, so mur, mur, mur. It's not like this. We all have flat screen monitors now. But I'm like, okay, honestly, and his big thing was like, you know, the first 20 minutes were great, and then they introduced the whole computer stealing the money part, and then it was like, mur, 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 mur. and I'm like, honestly, I, me and my buddy Roger, we saw that day one in the theater. We saw it, and we had no idea why. It was one of those. It was when I used to go to the movies and had enough money where I'd be like, we're bored. Uh, we'll take on that one where I wasn't into the movie culture. I didn't read forums. I wasn't on the internet. Some little trailers was like Office Space. Okay, whatever. Bored, and uh, we saw it in the theater. And at that time, we were working in uh, Minneapolis at a real estate firm together. Um, we were about seventeen, eighteen. So that was right when we were still kind of ravers and druggy ravers, um, and in this corporate world where we did not fit in whatsoever. And watching that movie and seeing his boss, uh, 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 was it, uh, no, I want to say his, Lumberg, Bill Lumberg, was the guy that we worked with. So it resonated to us, and then, you know, the silly shit, it didn't matter to us. That movie is fucking perfect. Uh, what are your takes on Office Space? I mean, I love that movie. I don't see any... Oh, yeah, any, so do I. I have I, no problems. For, yeah, I've seen it like a billion times now, but yeah, I loved it. It's one of those movies where you're like obsessed with it for a while. Oh, my you God. You watch it over and over again. And it's still funny. And there are parts where it still gets you, like, the jump to conclusions, Matt. Well, it's a Matt, and you jump to conclusions. Like, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is the worst idea. 
ever I just, heard. I don't know. It, it, it makes me sad for Mike Judge. I mean, how can you not, like, that's even not to the part where he just, like, just says, fuck it, you know, and, like, comes into work, he's, like, gutting the fish. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, doing what he wants. And everyone's, like, respecting him for saying, you know, and like, his whole not spiel about, about anything. And his whole spiel is like, well, I have four bosses and blah, blah. I mean, I can relate to that. Or I mm-hmm. used to be able to where I did have, I had at one point seven bosses that if I messed up or something happened, I would hear from all seven of them. And yeah. I did a lot of hard work and I would never get recognized. So at that point, you just gave up. You're like, yeah. fuck it. And you might know the dude from uh, Mad <laughs> TV. His name? Oh, uh, uh, oh, Jesus, dude, you're calling me out again. Um, <laughs> More fact-checking. Fact-checking, IMDB. But that guy was fucking great on Mad David TV. Herman. He was great in Office Space. I don't know what happened to him. He just, like, fell off. Well, the whole thing, and he kind of reminds me of you to a point for one... When he's, <laughs> well, no, 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 not in a bad way, but I, I, for some reason I can see you when he's bumping into the hardcore rap in the beginning, and, like, the black guy's walking up the thing, <laughs> and he down. rolls out the windows and, like, turns it down, and then, you like, you know, the guy keeps walking, and then he's like, yeah. That, for ICP, I think you do that to anybody who walks by your car, because you're just like, yeah, you might not want to hear this. But yeah, no, uh, I'm a huge fan of that fucking flick. And, uh, you know, Idiocracy, did you ever see that movie yet? No. You know, honestly, I love the idea. And you can tell that, uh, I believe it was Fox. Uh, it might not have been Fox. I don't know. At this point, I give up on, uh, I give up on fact checking because it's too much work. Um, but they, you can Isn't tell. Like everyone's supposed to be like retarded kind of. And it's awesome. The idea is, is it great. Like a political it's version of the stupids with Tom Arnold. Oh, I love the stupids. I love that movie. <laughs> no, but it's basically the whole idea. And it's true that smart people aren't. Um, aren't uh, producing or uh, rep- reproducing enough because they're like you know the you know, highest IQ people in the country have one and a half kids the lowest IQ in the country have five or six kids so it's after generations all these Bubba Joes and Billy Rays are fucking and fucking and fucking and fucking so the whole world is just go away I'm baiting <laughs> ow my balls best show on TV <laughs> you know drink Brondo Plants love it. I mean, it's just, it, and that's how, and that's kind of how our culture is going at this point. I mean, reality TV shows and nonstop ads, and no one gives a shit anymore. We're getting commentary from Rob and Podcast.com. Drunken, drunken political commentary. You know, society, no, I gotta say, you know, this I've been world, watching Office Space, and this, society's really been going this, down. This the world's really toilet. going down the tubes and going down the shitter. <laughs> you know, if you smart people would just start fucking more, just, you know, don't give a shit. Just, hey, keep on keeping on. I'm, I'm boom hour. Boom hour, man. Keep it on, keep it on. Boom hour, going on, Dale. <laughs> Hank Hill, Hank Hill. Oh, uh, shit, we got an impression from Rob is at podcast.com. Kind of <laughs> you want to mix that with something else? Mix oh my that God. with another impression? Oh, my God. No, it's funny. Speaking of that, I had referenced, and I'm not sure. I've, we referenced it before, but I have to still give myself props. I referenced it in the last episode of She's Right on Rob, my epic Sean Connery one-liner <laughs> yeah. that is lost the sands of time. <laughs> and today I was trying to perfect it. Hey, shot ground. I can't do it. See, it, just, it, doesn't, it just doesn't work. I have it in my head, but I can't make my mouth say <laughs> it. <laughs> I shot ground. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, I, I, I sound like when I'm eating peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably do boom. All right, there you go. I ain't keep on doing what you're doing. There you go. I can drink my beer. Like it just, <laughs> it just mumbles. It's fucking whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about Office Space because I actually, I was like really hot. Hey, dang old bears. Dang old, old dang old bears. Exactly, exactly. But uh, well, you know, I think it's that time of the episode where we start wrapping it up. Like we know, you know, we're all about the safe sex here at the podcast. Wrap it up. Uh, Rob and CJ uh, advocate uh, Trojan condoms. If you're going to do it, 
do it safely. Maybe we'll get like a we'll get a, uh, advertising from them. That'd be great. <coughs> that will sell you some free Trojans. I don't need Trojans. <laughs> I'm all natural. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all. I'm, I'm a big believer of the pulling out method. Like you can't get pregnant if you pull out, or if you do it standing up, or in a hot tub. <laughs> you cannot get pregnant. Hey, that's how it's going to be when we get uh, McCain Palin. Oh, totally. A little political commentary by CJ. Oh, we'll get some, abstinence. We'll get some abstinence. It's all about education where that's what you're going to hear in dude, schools. Dude, the whole, okay, you know, and I'm going to paraphrase this. I'm drunk. Do not take this word for word. I, if you eat Big League Chew, man, that means that it kills all your sperm. You know, okay, here. I okay. heard that from somebody. I, uh, I'm not going to say anything bad or... We're already bad enough as it is, but I read a quote or a paraphrase quote or I re- remember hearing something or watching them this week, and I'm really drunk, so I apologize if I butcher this, but Sarah Palin was talking about like a, uh, a sticky situation that if her daughter was raped and got pregnant by the rapist, she would make her daughter have the kid because she doesn't believe in abortion. But then she would kill the rapist because she believes in capital. Oh no no no! <laughs> as soon as it comes out, just like stab just it in the face, fucking strangling it, and like it's for the good of the country. Oh no 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 no! Okay, so her daughter's pushing out this fucking fetus, and as soon as the head pops out, Sarah Palin jumps in with a hockey stick and like I'm a hacky man, fucking like hits in the head. <laughs> and that's some insightful uh, political commentary from the boys at the podcast. <laughs> um. But uh, while we're closing up, um, I just want to make sure that people are reminded that next Friday we'll have our grand reopening, unveiling, reborn, revamped awesomenesspodcast.com 2.0, um, where we will be showcasing some of our friends' uh, side projects, projects. We're kind of creating a whole little empire, a little nerd empire, if you will. Um, we will have all kinds of stuff. Um, so if you're a fan and, you ha- and you're creative and you have you know some ideas and you know you have stories or music or whatever, let us know. Contact us because we are really trying to create an epic little hippie commune, if you will, on the entire webs. Um, All submissions owned by CJ and Rob Podcast.com. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you whatever you give us, uh, we own it and we will make mad mad monies from it. Um, but like I said, links. If you have links to favorite websites, all fans will be exploited there. by podcast.com. <laughs> we will rape and pillage your ideas. Podcast.com. Oh, how many? We gotta have a rape count on this because this is fucking ridiculous. Every time Rob says rape, take a double <laughs> shot of vodka. You will be dead by the end of this episode. <laughs> your fucking MySpace is like Rob rape Hughes. <laughs> fucking air quotes. It's like rape head cheese coming at you. <laughs> Buff head rape. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. But um, before we go, I want to give a shout out to some websites that I've been frequenting lately. Uh, make sure you check out chud.com uh, because huge fans of them. You like movies and stuff? Check them out. I know, whatever. I, this stuff I check out. I'll do it with you too. Chud.com is awesome. Kotaku.com. K O 2. K O 2. The fuck? K O T A K U.com for your video game needs. Check out coming soon.net. Um, Coming quite soon, make sure you check out Big B, droppinggems.blogspot.com. That's Big Brother's uh, little blog action going on, uh, which is under construction right now because he's revamping his... I think he's stealing us. Uh, he's stealing our, uh, her ideas here. Hmm. Um, and while you're at it, make sure you check out meatspin.com. Fuck you. You suck. I hate you. I hate you. Meatspin.com. For the podcast, I'm Rob Hughes, CJ CJ Larson. Have a fucking week.
I knew that was coming.